on this episode. There's nothing. There's a few things better. I'm not trying to encourage anyone's drinking, but there's a few things better after a stressful day. What do, you, what do you beat off or something? No, I don't do that. Um, okay. I just drink and stare at myself in the mirror and get angry. Get no. hard. <laughs> so, so you don't you don't beat off at all. Just even Pete Holmes beats his dick. I'm sure. Uh, R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. Pete Holmes is a dick. Oh, Pete Holmes. <laughs> I you said John Holmes. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of No Country for Middle-Aged Man. I am your host, Mark Pearson, and this is my lush, loving co-host, uh, that is being a lush and the beauty supplies I found in his bathroom, Adam Radliff. Look, you don't worry about my beauty routine, number one. And number two, don't be counting my drinks ever again. <laughs> I work hard. I work hard in this life. If I want a drink, I'll have a fucking drink. If I want two, three, four, whatever, I will have that. Yeah. And also today we have special guest comedian DDT. Hello, I'm comedian uh, special guest DDT. <laughs> nice to see you uh, again. I saw you once. Man, it was before the pandemic hit, and you went to, I think you were out at Liberty Station. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. I like Liberty Station. Whatever happened to that room? Doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I COVID used, ate it. Uh, yeah, COVID <laughs> ate it, uh, and then it was reborn uh, sans Adam Radliff and uh, plus Joe Esquivel. So, um, so downgrade? No, nah, I mean, Joe does a good job. <laughs> it's, uh, mine was on Wednesdays. His is on Sundays. Um, but yeah, they... Uh, they shut everything down completely. Yeah. yeah. So it used to be a uh, a showcase. I would just have five comics on. They'd all do 10 minutes. And now it's an open mic. So typically, I mean, not typically. Well, not always. But typically, if you have a showcase, you're paying the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, not all the time, I guess. You get like drink tickets or, or just stage time a pat on the back and add a boy yeah exactly so that <laughs> when i was doing it, it was a paid show i think well, now it's open mic so it's completely uh unpaid for the comics anyway i'm sure joe gets something for doing Probably. all the work yeah but yeah, that's, yeah i had her on but uh shortly before it got shut down some say that's what caused it to shut down like you yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely wasn't me. Yeah. Uh, might have been these titties. No. I'm yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, I got a bone to pick with you. I hope it's not your bone. <laughs> <laughs> this, be- this beef is way bigger. Um, <laughs> so we were out at a Brass Tap, Jeff Joe's mic. And I gave you a hug when I was leaving. And you go, mm, you got some firm ass titties. Oh, I did tell you that. And I was like, what titties. the fuck? <laughs> Like I immediately turned beat red as yeah. I'm one to do. And how does a man take that? Is that supposed to be a compliment or is that like, like, Oh, Hey, you definitely got titties, but at least they're firm. See this. I'm going to let you on on a little trade secret about uh-huh. DDT. She's negging me is what she was doing. <laughs> I was, I have a mission in life Yep. to make men feel the way women do. So you understand. 
So I feel I say, great. To so be I, honest. Say, <laughs> I say creepy things. Yeah. To men. Yeah. You know, say so nice titties, you know, yeah. right? got some nice firm titties or, you know, I'll, I'll like squeeze on your, your rump, just a little pinch, yeah, a, little pinch. a little goose, if you will, a little yeah. creepy pinch, you know, just to make y'all feel emasculated and violated a little bit. That's a good, mi- I guess I have, of all the life missions I've heard, that's unique. It's, How's it's, that going for you so far? It's going wonderfully. <laughs> Much like you dudes don't know what to do. It's like, did she just tell me that I had a nice titty? I thought about writing a joke about it. I was like. I don't know that I want to bring attention to my titties on stage. <laughs> but they are nice, firm titties. Oh, thank you very much. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it, yeah. You know. um, how long have you been doing stand-up? I have been doing stand-up for eight laborious years. You say laborious? Yes. You're not loving every minute of it? I do, but it doesn't always love me, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> like, comedy is, is uh, possibly the best part of my life. And and the only thing that really makes sense that I've ever really done. And it is it is grueling at times. Sure. Especially because, you know, I work full time all the time. And, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't want to be poor like the rest of you. I can't. <laughs> you? <laughs> Look, I get it. This apartment's not great. It's not, it's not lush to no, use. I'm in the similar apartments. I'm not, I'm not knocking it by the rest of you. I'm not speaking specifically of present company. Well, that's how it comes across. Well, I apologize. I would never disrespect a man in his own home. Uh, but if you step outside, I'll tell you exactly how I feel about you. Yeah. Well, I'm not walking you to your car. That's a fact. Uh, later after this, um, I will be licking my wounds. Um, but in yes. my broke ass apartment. But no, but it's it's because you know you do what you got to do. Like I'm not I'm not wealthy by by any means, but I'm not about to live like a pauper. Right? Yeah, you want to be comfortable. You know, I want to I want to have some place to live. I mean, I got bills to pay. I got a car note. I got. I'd rather not have to go to my parents' ball day. And I tried actually. I quit my job that I was at for six years at Bank of America. Uh huh. I was in Dallas. Moved back home because I said, okay, I'm gonna start really doing this comedy shit. So I'm quitting my job and I'm just going to get in the car. You know what I'm saying? Just right. go to the place. I was going to do like the, the just the, the hardcore road comic shit. Right. It's like I'm getting in there. And that did not come to pass. Like I could not find another job to like just put even gas in the car. Uh-huh. I just I got my car got repossessed after a while because I was unemployed for something. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and so I wound up back here. So I said, OK, well, I guess I'm doing the exact same thing except. You know, just a little older and wiser about the comedy situation. So, and then COVID, yeah. three yeah. months later. So, <laughs> how many years in were you when you tried to go like full like, uh, touring comic? So, technically, I started in 2011, but I stopped. I, I was on like for three months. I started in San Antonio and it was like three months. Then I had to move back to Louisiana and then I moved to Dallas in 2012 and I didn't have a car or nothing. So, I started back up again in 2013. So from 2013 to 20, so it was, I, it was six years. Mm-hmm. And that's when I decided I'm quitting my job. I'm moving back home. I, <laughs> I dissolved my 401k. It's like, I'm doing this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it just ran completely off the fucking rails. And so I don't. Where is back home for you? Uh, home of Louisiana. That's about okay. uh, 50 I know miles away from New Orleans. New Orleans. South, 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 yeah. of New Orleans. The, south of New Orleans. Yeah, we that's in the, the Gulf. Gulf. We're that's in like the, the Gulf. Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> that's where we are. We are in the Gulf. Yeah. I'm, I, my DNA is like 33% shrimp. <laughs> so. so is mine, believe it or not. Speaking of uh, <laughs> bone depicts, um, 
No. <laughs> oh, I gotta stop doing small dick jokes yeah. about myself. It's not becoming. No. Well, I was yeah. I was thinking about your your pinkish skin tone. Oh, well, that's accurate too. <laughs> but uh, my skin tone is just see through, so you see the blood coursing throughout my body. Oh, that's, that's, that, that's the redness. Yeah, that's what that is. Uh, the lack of a skin tone. <laughs> It's just, uh, so, just a skeletal muscles that I'm looking at. Exactly, yeah. yeah. You said you worked at Bank of America. So oddly enough, Adam and I, before you got here, were talking about, how did you get on it? He was talking about Comcast. Comcast. And so then Adam was curious about like what are some of the companies with the worst customer service records. Mm-hmm. And somehow Bank of America came on like third or fourth on that list. Yeah. And as someone it. who worked there, how, what... I, I would have. Was I would a never have guessed them. I've never Me either. I was a customer of them for like over ten years, and I never had a problem. Like, what would people complain about? Now, I never worked uh, as a teller. I never was customer facing. I worked in the call center for a while doing a customer mort- service. <laughs> this all makes sense. Mortgage service. She told every guy she talked to, like, I bet you guys have big old titties. <laughs> I'm like, she really got her mission statement across. No, I was this in, makes uh, so mortgage. much sense. But I was in mortgage service, and so the and this is in 2012, and I'm talking to people. Who, this is four years after the crash, and yeah. I'm mortgage collections. It was hell. It was oh, a yeah, yeah. But so I was on a different side. But the people who got to me, they were always already angry because they had talked to somebody who oh, had okay. no idea what they That's were talking true. about, and they get to yeah. me, and I'm like, I know what I'm talking about. Because we're trained a lot better. And then I'm a lot smarter than most people are. Uh, and humble, obviously. Yeah, very well, humble. in those positions, that's like low-level call center position. You know mm. what I'm saying? They, we're bullet catchers. Like, we the ones that that's they throw ex- out. They called us frontline associates. Yeah, yeah, It yeah. was terrible. But so they got to me, and I'm telling them, because I understand loan documents, and I'm telling them, this is exactly what's going on. Well, I mean, somebody else told me something different yesterday. I said, yes, that person is an idiot. <laughs> and I have to tell them, this is a stupid person you talked to yesterday. <laughs> And I know what I'm talking about. So please listen to me and, right. and pay this or this is going to happen. <laughs> so so that's what it is. Most of the people that, that are there, they have no idea what they're talking about. Bank of America. I have four different positions at Bank of America. They shuffle us around from place to place. So that means... I should keep tra- you from jumping out of the window. <laughs> <laughs> and that's true. It did help me stay away from our, our window. But it was... No, it was... They used to call it the Death Star because it was huge. And it uh-huh. was one floor. Like the calls that I worked, it was just one massive... <laughs> just place um, mm-hmm. but yeah that's why because nobody knows what they're doing because it's impossible to know what you're doing because you don't get trained right. you probably got switched from another department that don't have nothing to do with this anyway eh, it was hell I have a very similar experience which came up twice today oddly enough because when I was in college in San Marcos there's a big CenturyLink call center so and that also came on on that list of like worst customer service I was, so I was part of that so I worked at the CenturyLink terrible training and I, you say that you knew what you were doing when they were calling. I literally knew nothing. Like, I'm not a freaking network engineer. <laughs> so I, we had like a script. And we would literally ask them, like, did you make sure it was plugged in? That kind of level right. stuff. Did you restart? Did you delete your cookies? And yeah, shit? exactly. Yeah. And thank God I was like in the this region that only took care of like the Northeast. It was Maine, Vermont. And uh, I think Delaware, like some one other small country up there. And they were like such nice people. I felt terrible for them because I would have them on these calls for like an hour. <laughs> and because I'm, I'm legitimately trying to fix their problem, but I don't know what the fuck the problem is. Right. I'm not there. Right. Like, it's not like we have diagnostics either. This is back in 20, uh, tw- 2009, 2010. Yeah. Okay. So I had no idea. And uh, sometimes we resolve, I would say 50% of the time I resolve their problem. 
Mm-hmm. But it certainly wasn't quick. Oh, no. And I was like, God bless you. And I was like, well, how do you have this much time <laughs> right. to sit on the phone? So why don't you just go look it up on the internet? If you troubleshoot it on like Google. Well, if they don't have the internet, that's the what problem. Else, like on your phone. Like on your phone. I remember so. one dude was like, he called in multiple times and I somehow caught him multiple times. And he would always uh, say he lo- enjoyed our Muzak. <laughs> I didn't know what Muzak was. I just thought he was saying music funny. <laughs> But like the elevator, like music is like Muzak. I did not know that. Did you know yeah, that? Yeah, I did actually. Right, well, she's a, she's self proclaimed smart person. <laughs> yeah, that's spooky. A yeah. g- 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 ghost. <laughs> that's very very spooky. Adam's front door just opened all by itself. So yeah, doesn't help my whole shitty apartment uh, vibe. Vibe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that thing's warped to shit. Um, but. I should have known you were from Louisiana because you have like one of the most Louisiana last names True. on earth. Her name is Terrio. Nobody knows how to say him. I only know it because there was a baseball player for the Cubs. And he Ryan Terrio? Play for the yep. Angels as well? Yeah, yeah he, he played was, for the Giants he, too. He bounced around a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, but what was, what was like, so you're living in Houston now. What was life like growing up uh, in Louisiana? I mean, like this without the highways. I would have made Very it. simple answer. Because <laughs> he's just some country motherfuckers anyway. Like, it's, you know. I, All right, she's going to make me bring up the food. Uh, <laughs> but y'all have theme. everything that we have. It's not as good. But, you know. <laughs> That's a problem. As far as the food is concerned, they are, there's a like a Cajun pipeline on I-10 from New Orleans to Houston. Yeah. What was so that? Steamboat somethings? It's like Steamboat Bills? It's like right on the border. Yeah. Like in Lake Charles. Oh, it's so good. But yeah, it's like those, like Justin, I remember Justin Wilson, my daddy's like favorite comedian who was supposedly Cajun. Uh-huh. This whole time I'm thinking he from like Galliano or Cocadri or Grand Isle or something. This dude is from Beaumont, Texas. I said, what? I felt lied to because he did, he did the Cajun accent so good. Like I can't even do it that good. He sounded like my granddaddy. <laughs> and I just thought that he was the funniest dude. My daddy had Justin Wilson like comedy albums and that was the only comedy albums my daddy never had. He never, I never saw him with no Red Fox or Richard Pryor, nothing like that. So it was odd for a black man to have did Just, he know? <laughs> well, yeah, he the one that told me. Because I'm oh. thinking, I said, he got to be from like Lake Charles or Lafayette or something. He said, no, he's from Beaumont, Texas. I said, Beaumont? <laughs> I, I, I'll, elect, uh, I'll like spend time in Louisiana. I was there for a bachelor party recently. Woo-hoo-hoo. Yeah, it was, it was a good time. But like all the power was out everywhere. It was like some hurricane had oh, come through. Oh, yeah, that was last year? No, it was earlier this year. It could have been a hurricane if it was earlier this year. That's what they said. It might have been part of the freeze. It was actually during the freeze. Okay, well, well yeah, that's not a hurricane. A winter storm. Yeah, the, yeah. Because they had the same problem that we did, apparently. The, they shut down the grid because it was overloaded because yeah. they couldn't handle the cold and mm-hmm. stuff. But like, like the casinos there, like the toilets weren't working. <laughs> And like, oh, what no were we running water? Yeah, no running in water. The, in Harris, like the whole yeah. Harris, so we could go, like we actually they actually fixed it the second day we were there. Shit. So we had to go to like specific uh, casinos that had power and everything. <laughs> oh, I love gambling. Do you do any gambling growing up? Absolutely not. I hate it. I can't think of a worse way to <laughs> to waste money. I could not disagree more. It's like <laughs> so, it's so exciting. Have you not? Is it? 
Is it? Yes. Because I I've paid bills before. That's not exciting. Exactly. <laughs> it's the opposite of paying bills. You're throwing away money at nothing and getting nothing in return. <laughs> a bill, it's like a, you've got power for this. <laughs> the other one is just yeah. like risking. It's gambling. It's fun. Well, it's like a credit card bill or something. No, no. no it's like because mm-hmm. credit card, you know you have that coming like that payment coming. Right, well, you probably bought some stupid shit. Where I don't it? get enjoyment out of shopping. Me, well, I don't neither, but I have to do it because I'm compelled by my woman. I womanhood. haven't been so much. I have to buy clothes. I have to because I'm a girl. What else? What do you want me to do? I try to follow the rules as much as possible. I break most of them. Like, I don't buy a lot of skirts and shit. Me neither. Know? Yeah. But I still have to buy. I must purchase. <laughs> so you don't enjoy shopping at all? No, it's it's uh, horrific. It's just, it, it, you know, it's like this weird uh, existential dread that comes over me when I go to a mall. Really? Yeah, it's just... It's I mean, just, I don't enjoy it because it's just It's just so many me. full of like, you know, uh, you know, just, just uncontrollable variables. You just have so many people in there and they all got their own agenda and motive and you just don't know <laughs> what it is. What are you here for? You know, what are you here to just shop like me? Or are you here to try to start some shit? Like, it's just. They want to sell you cell phone accessories. And then the, yes, and the kiosk people, they're, they're the so worst, aggressive. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, you got to go in there like, you know what I'm saying? You're bouncing off a of pads at football practice. Just bow. Yeah. You know? it's, ugh, it, it's, it's too much. It's too, and it's so down. bright. You got to, with the kiosk key people, you have to be preemptive with them. I went to the Galleria with my girlfriend. That's true. A few months ago and walking through, she works in them all. And mm-hmm. so she doesn't heart. like the kiosk people either. And I was like, this is how you take care of them. Every guy that made eye contact with me was like, no, thanks. Just immediately. <laughs> Firm, no, but thanks. Firm but fair. Yeah, exactly. You know? And then they're, ah, and um, you just catch them right before they start to talk and take care of it right away. Can't tell me shit because I know I don't want it already. <laughs> Get away from me. See, I don't know if I, I, I have like resting bitch face. Uh, I don't really usually... They typically don't bother me. You Plus, do. You look like you don't want shit. So when I came yeah, for like, one thing, you I'm look like get you it. can't afford it either. Oh. <laughs> oh, see, he's the one that's calling you poor in your home. I'm never- poor. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. <laughs> I live here because of the location. Anyway, so how did the name DDT come into existence? First name Deanna, last name Terrio. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you make it sound like it's like the obvious choice. Why would you not go by uh, Deanna? Because who goes by their, I don't know if you know. <laughs> Everyone goes by their first name. I don't know if you realize this, but I'm black and from I, the South. I have, I've had I'd suspicions. Yeah, right. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> voila. Sorry if I, you know, threw that on you. But, but yeah, my mom have been calling me Didi. Like my family have been calling me Didi since I was little. So why not go by Didi Terrio? Because nobody can pronounce Terrio. It's true. It's true. I mean, I, I could go by AJR. Or, but they started calling me DDT in high school. Like, it's on my, like, my Letterman jacket is DDT. Like, oh, where'd you get Letterman for? Um, a band. <laughs> uh, here I was thinking she was cool. Um, I was. I was first chair saxophone. Bubble has been burst. I was first chair saxophone and quiz bowl captain. I was very cool. Thank you very much. Quiz bowl captain. What is Hell that? Hell yeah. Quiz bowl. Like, um. I was homeschooled. Have you ever seen Jeopardy? Yes, <laughs> it's very big in homeschool households, actually. So, uh, so yeah. I did that, except it wasn't, and I didn't answer in the form of a question. It was a very straightforward process. Gotcha. So that's what we did, and I ran that shit. Do you ever do trivia nights? Um, I used to. Uh, they used to be really fun. Like I haven't seen them. Uh, I used to in do a while. every week. Yeah, we should get a squad together. Hell yeah, we could do this. I'm, yeah, I'm very, trivia nights. Very good at history. Blast. 
I'm decent. I'm decent. I'm a very general knowledge person. I'm sports decent. not great because if it's not football or basketball, I don't know. I'm decent at sports with the stuff that's typically like trivia bait, like stuff that's like well known enough for general population. Yeah, to if get. I if I think it's Nolan Ryan, I'll guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that sounds like a Cal Ripken question. I don't know. I hate baseball so much, so I don't really follow it. But and it's always baseball questions and trivia. There's literally baseball on the background. <laughs> it's, it's always baseball questions and trivia. It's like, bro, could you hit me with some some NBA stuff, some football stuff, like NFL? Just yeah. Why must we do this? Who who watches it? And then they always hit you with soccer and hockey. I think they like to to you know to fuck with you because they think you're only a smart person if you know. Yeah, you know, hockey and baseball. Only sticks. nerds like soccer and hockey, uh, or Northeasterners. I'm neither of those. Right. So we're in trouble on that. Um, does sound like you're a bit of a nerd, though, mm. um, in band and mathletes, basically. <laughs> so, For general trivia, yes. Yeah. So, how long are you still play saxophone? I wish. I still have it. Um, but, you know, you, you become an older person. And you put away childish things like saxophones that your mother spent $2,500 on. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I think I got my trumpet whenever I played it for a year and a half uh, when I was like 12. I think it got it used. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was cheap as fuck. And um, yeah, used it for a year and a half, never used it again. Gave it to my uh, cousin. Yeah, I had a used one at first. Uh, and I got uh, brutally harassed because of it, but it wasn't the saxophone. It was because I was only, the only black girl in a school full of white people, and that was the excuse. In Louisiana, yeah, ma- magically, right? So many white people in Louisiana. <laughs> Not necessarily the stereotype, isn't it? Because the only <laughs> the only city that's like that is New Orleans. Every other city, really, in Louisiana is tragically white. Did not know so, that. <laughs> yes. We are learning stuff on the fly. Very, very, very. But New Orleans is where everybody congregated. All the the, the Negroes. Um, <laughs> So, because it was safer there, and it was more fun, obvi. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, very of, fun city. Right, you know, and the rest of us, we kind of Great just food, gambling, up. music, hoes, drinking hoes. on the street, <laughs> fighting and shit. A lot of violence. I've been robbed twice in my life, both times in New Orleans. I could believe it. Um, but very fun city. Yeah, I, I love it's it. It's fun I to go it. outside of... I've only gone... During Mardi Gras once, it was a shit show. I hate Mardi Gras. Yeah, me too. Um, but it's a fun city to just go around like at a random time when the weather's nice. Hell yeah, just walk around. And that's what I miss. I never really was a, um, a Bourbon Street person. It's a tourist trap, and I hate it. I actually used to work on Bourbon Street at Larry Flint's Hustler Club. Never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking I about. I wasn't a stripper, though. <laughs> I, was, I was essentially a bouncer and a cashier. Like, I just... I didn't do anything, you know. Did you have to rough anyone up ever? God, I wish, but no. They were very nice. I was, I was actually at-, at the Hustle Club the night I got robbed. Anyway. Really? <laughs> yes. Shit. It wasn't I get robbed there, but um, it, I, we were. it was a bachelor party. So. Should have went to Deja Vu across the street, man. It, what's that? Deja Vu is directly across the street from Is it like another strip club? Yeah. That, it, <laughs> In case you didn't figure out the them. context clues of the Hustle Club. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's uh. What was that like? How long did you work there? Uh, I worked there. It was almost a year, I think. It was very interesting. I actually worked the day shift. I worked. <laughs> oh my god! I know, right? You I must was... have seen some fucking cretins coming in there. Man, <laughs> you mean the <laughs> dancers? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I said if they ever click the lights on in this motherfucker, y'all going out of business. Yeah. <laughs> and I would get all the money. Like dudes would really stand outside just to talk to me because I was one of the prettiest people in there working the door. 
Is that when the name DDT? And I'm not doing that. I'm not bragging. It's just that the bar was that low. It's like this is what (laughs) this is what you find attractive. I have. I'm fully clothed. You have a choice of titties and me. If you hadn't previously shit on my titties, (laughs) I might say a compliment. But I like nope, never again. Um, But uh, if you had ever hit the stage, do you have a name picked out? Oh gosh, I do. Unfortunately, Roxanne. Okay, not bad. Not bad. What well, do you have a song picked out? Roxanne by no. the police. <laughs> not exactly a, a strip club staple. But not that I would know. But no, but no, I do have a song picked out, and of course, is "Darling Nikki." Duh. What else? "Darling Nikki." Yeah. What else would you strip? How's to? that go? The Prince song. Um, Met this girl named Nikki. She was best in the hotel lobby. You know, masturbate with a magazine. Is that a lyric to the song? Yeah. Never heard it. Oh my God! Is it Tipper going to a fit? I only know like three Prince songs, if I'm being honest. So, so you saying you want me to leave? <laughs> I'm not saying they're bad. You just kick me out. <laughs> yeah, I was listening to Grunge back whenever he was popular and like uh, angsty white boy shit. I mean, you know, you can listen to Nirvana and Pearl Jam and Prince. You could be, you could diversify. Yeah, I mean, I, I could. <laughs> I, I, I didn't. Like, I wasn't allowed to listen to anything but Christian music till I was like. You were listening to Creed on purpose. No, like, that was not. <laughs> that was not Christian enough. Like, I'm, I was listening to, like Michael W. Smith, DC Talks, Amy Grant, Amy Grant, <laughs> yeah, yeah, shit like that. And then I started listening to like, classic rock, and then that's what that was my jam for the longest time. Again, as I mentioned, homeschooled wasn't around pop culture a whole ton. Are you from here? Or are you from school? spring? Springs that really? Yeah. I mean, it, it, homeschooling in the country. What's that like? Do you just learn it's how to the shoot suburbs? Things? It's like <laughs> not the country. I mean, it's but like, you know, it's down south. So do they teach you how to like shoot shit and clean? No, fish no, and, no. This is like living in like Sugarland or. Well, I ain't like, taught y'all a goddamn thing. All that homeschooling, you ain't even learn how to shoot a deer between the eyes. Oh, get so I've only shot a, a gun a handful of times, and my grandparents own property um, out in. Um, Kasi. Of course they do. Um, and it's like a... Anyway, long story short. Formerly a plantation? No. No, okay. I don't think so. <laughs> Not that um, you know. Nothing grows there but deer. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, long story short, I brought my girlfriend at the time out there and we were like target shooting and she was like a better shot than me. I was like, yeah. I'm never shooting a gun again. Well, you know, they say <laughs> women are naturally better shots than men. We have a steadier hand, they say. Is that right? I found out later I had astigmatism in both eyes. But oh, really? Yeah, that's what I'm going to blame it on. Women are more patient. (laughs) Even though I didn't find that out for well over a decade after that. (laughs) No, she was just a better shot. Did you call and say it wasn't, you weren't better than me, I'm blind? Um, She had blocked my number. Okay. Uh, No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Actually, believe it, that's so long ago, I didn't even have a cell phone at the time. Thank God, because she would have tortured me if I had an actual, she had 24-hour... She would record it on IG. Look at this dumb motherfucker here. <laughs> no, she was a little crazy. But um, <laughs> and she was a crack shot man. You got yeah, exactly. That's why. I had to get, that's why I had to get out before got she could afford a gun. In the nick of time. <laughs> no, I'm sure she's doing fine. <laughs> Marissa Diaz. This one goes out to you. <laughs> uh, free, free Marissa Diaz. I'm yeah. sure you locked up somewhere. You crazy bitch. Yeah. <laughs> So what got you into comedy? That's a weird question. 
I like for a, com- a, co- a podcast where we're interviewing comics. <laughs> well, no, because people always ask me that question, and I'm mm-hmm. always like, I don't know how to answer that entirely. Well, you you said earlier that you listened to comedy albums growing up, so obviously you had like a background in it. Well, you know, the first thing I ever told my mom I wanted to do, uh, per lore, was be a stand-up comedian. Me too. I was like four or five or something, mm-hmm. and I had just seen Def Jam the night before. Yeah, my, and my I wasn't story supposed was a bit different. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't supposed to see Def Jam, but I did. Uh-huh. And it was Adele Givens, and I decided, I was like, oh, I want to be a stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, that's weird, but whatever. <laughs> she kind of just shrugged it off. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> my child's smart. You're going to be a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> What's more important in the world, doctors or comedians? Obviously doctors, but comedians close second. Have you seen Patch Adams? No. <laughs> I, right, I have a good movie. Yeah. But uh a good movie starring a comedian. There you go. Yeah. About medicine mm-hmm. and laughter being the best. Which it is not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't laugh off that COVID if your lungs are collapsing. Yeah, exactly. Tell out to penicillin. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get too off on a tangent on your comedy thing, do you want to just get your answer to the same question I asked her? If you were a stripper, what would be your your song? That's a really good question. There is only one correct answer. If you, if uh, I, man or woman, well, I'm I feel not like you're not allowed to say song. "Pour Some Sugar on Me." I feel like no, that, no, no, that no, would no. be like a top five. No. That's I feel like, like you're not allowed to say that. It's just too it old. To be, it's old head. It's too. Yeah. It would have to be something incredibly annoying for me to dance to it. Pony by Genuine. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, is the definition of a stripper song. No, it's but that's what I'm saying. It's too. It's easy. hacky. It's yeah. It's de- <laughs> it's there for a reason. And I guess Darling Nikki is pretty easy. I would also dance to Joy's Lick. Don't know Lick who that by is. Joy. Exactly. It's, it's a little bit more obscure. Uh, Joy is the baby mama of a big yip, but you know, she has she always also had her own career. She sang backup vocals on a lot of, you know, uh, what you call them, Outcast uh-huh. and Goody Mob. She sang a lot of so she has this song called Lick that was on a triple X, uh, I believe it was on a triple X soundtrack. So that's a good one. Triple X the movie. Yeah. Big fan? Yeah. Big Vin Diesel fan? No. No, I hate those films. (laughs) (laughs) Every last one is pointless. I wish they were never made. But Joy's Lick came from it, so even Drake. They are very pointless films. (laughs) He's watched all of them. So what would yours be? Would it be some classic rock? I feel like it would be classic. No, it actually wouldn't. Like I said, it would have to be very annoying. So it would be that song, Blue. I'm blue. Oh, my gentle Jesus. Yep. That might be the worst stripper song of all time. That's why I would pick it. How Bizarre is a good one. That's very annoying. How How Bizarre. (laughs) (laughs) How Bizarre. And then then for hours later, people would only be able to think of that song after they left the strip club. You would ruin the entire evening. Yeah. <laughs> Are you trying to make no money? <laughs> you would ruin somebody's entire night. I'm trying to be annoyed. <laughs> Have you not learned that about me in over a year? <laughs> I feel like um, that Nine Inch Nails song would also be a solid option that gets used quite a bit. Uh, yeah, yeah. There was a, a stripper Closer. that used to, mm-hmm. to. There was a stripper that used to dance to that one pretty regularly. She looked like a boy. Actually, how are we not dive deeper into this? So do you meet a lot of the, I assume you met a lot of your co-workers? Or- well, it was a day shift. People were bored. Like, you know, it, like on Bourbon Street, certain times of the year, it's pretty dead, but they have conferences come through all the time, which is where mm-hmm. the money gets made. Mm-hmm. So there would be some dead days. And, uh, you know, they would just come out and talk. I learned a lot about these people's lives in ways that I wish I hadn't. Yeah, I feel like that's per- like perfect mining for comedy gold. 
Like, it wasn't. I mostly learned more about psychology than anything else. I learned that people like to talk to me about their problems. That's what I learned. That makes sense. Well, it's like, comics, believe it or not, is like, in my experience, they love talking. Obviously, they wouldn't do what they do. All but the most of them love listening, too, or typically good listeners. Not all of them, actually. I'm taking... I'm backtracking sans this cocaine. point right about <laughs> Sans cocaine. Perhaps. Yeah, as long as they're not on coke. Yeah, they're usually good <laughs> listeners, but uh, and enjoyable to be around. But I think around normal people, I find when comedians are around each other, none of us shut up. Mm, that could be the case, and that's why I don't like hanging around comedians because it's just a Who cacophony of just, just, just ha- bad takes. What? Who do you hang out with? Uh, well, Alicia here. I hang out a with comic. Alicia. Go <laughs> on, <laughs> but she's a black woman. There's, a, there's a difference. We, we're more interesting. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this all in Eric Green, a comic. Uh-huh. But I have friends. Comic. But I have friends that are like from home that I hang out with. So. Gotcha. Because half of my high school moved here. <laughs> right. Yeah. And half the people I graduate went to college with are either from here or moved there. So. Because of the economy? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess. It's certainly not because of the legal system. It's certainly not. No, no. Legal. Yeah, that would The legislation be isn't why. <laughs> yeah, that's probably not the reason. But um, so you've been doing comedy for a while. Yes, sir. And you're doing some kind of a, a comedy festival or music festival? Comedy festival. I, I help run a comedy festival in New Orleans called Black Girl Giggles. That, okay, if you hadn't said something that was specific, <laughs> I was going to be insulted. Like, I've never heard of this. I don't know why I've never been invited to be on this thing. I, I don't know if I'd be the key demo for Black Girl Giggles. You want to be an intern? You want to, we need people to work. <laughs> We, we, we exclusively don't pay the whites. <laughs> then you got your answer right there. <laughs> if you're a white man and you want to work, you cannot get paid. <laughs> but like these hands weren't made for manual labor anyway. It's like if you need typing done, I might be able to do that. Well, it's not manual labor because, you know, with comedy festivals, they all have like a lot of interns and it's usually people from the local scene. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the young kids who are hungry and just yeah. want to get in there. They're called suckers. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Those people, yes. We we cherish them. We will not call them suckers, but they're eager. Let's right, say right, that. Right, right, right. So that's usually um who works the comedy festival. And this is mostly just backstage stuff and, you know, putting together, you know, craft services kind of. You just making sure that the food is laid out. Shit like that. Um, If anybody is interested, we're in New Orleans, Louisiana. If you are... Young and don't require money because you live with your parents. <laughs> You're talking sure. about volunteering? Yes. Because we are, de- well, we're a non profit organization. I like organization. how you this opportunity to get volunteers not to promote the show and actually. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. Like it's a non profit organization. Patrons of we, the show. We have a whole thing. Like, it's a non profit. Um, it's created by uh, Geneva Joy, Shep Kelly, uh, some other com- black female comedians that were in New Orleans at the time. And it kind of came together by happenstance, and I love being a part of it. It's a nice. whole lot of fun. Like, we, ha- we have, like, a really, really good time. It usually happens. It's a French festival, usually, to Essence Music Festival. Okay. Which is Black Woman Comic Con. I see the, the wheels turning back there. Uh-huh. How have I not heard of this? <laughs> well, because you've probably never heard of Essence Magazine, and you're probably not a black woman. I've heard of Essence. <laughs> Essence Magazine, you know, they have sure, a, sure, yeah. sure. The, as in the essence of something. Exactly. Yeah. I right. Know that, I know that word. Yeah. But no, it's a <laughs> it's a very prominent uh, music festival. It's been going on. Gosh, I don't even. Was it forty years? It's been going on a long time. Or maybe I think it started in the eighties. 
Do you like? Do you only use like Louisiana, like local comics? No, no, all over the country. So we have the whole ringer, you know, the whole like submissions process, and I have we have to review submissions. Uh, you know, I do all that. Uh, we pick people, we produce the shows, we, like we do everything. So, so it's called what was it? Uh, black girl giggles. Black girl. Is it only black? Uh, yes, women acts. Yes, because we're often marginalized in the uh, industry comedy festival, so we're trying to. Yeah, you know, I've been saying that for a long industry. time here. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's been listening. So, uh, yeah, we're working really hard to make it an industry festival, so we can get like you know big names, like you know actual networks and stuff, and producers to have to come to our shit and see the talent. Have you talked to like Carrie, Corliss, Lisa? No, mm-hmm. well, yeah, uh, I have. Like, no, uh, I fucking hate all three of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, like, uh, you Keisha. know, Tressa and Roxy. Yes. Um, I think Tressa's done it before. Alicia hasn't, but you know, we definitely want her to do it this year. It's just Judea, Judea, you know, Leah, everybody. We we would want everybody to apply. Interesting, you name those two names back to back. Come on now, don't do, don't do me like me that. My podcast <laughs> don't do me like that. Leah's my girl now. <laughs> don't do me like that. But uh, but yeah, uh, I think Roxy. Why well, I reached out to Roxy to be on it uh, last year, but of course it was canceled. Right. You know so. But yeah, we we've had uh, some Houston comics come through. I think that's where I met Tressa. I think I, running a festival. Re- running a festival is insane. But yeah, we want to have people like that on, like Keisha Hunt. Uh, you know, bigger names who maybe the industry doesn't know, or you know, larger audiences haven't seen before. Sure. So you say straight fuck Carrie Burt. That's kind of fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Carrie Burt. Wait, no, she was on the festival. That's why I met her. Ah, uh, I was gonna say I know that she's talking about we going on to Louisiana. We were on a nerd sh- show. Yeah, that was us. Oh, she was on a nerd show. Yeah, that is right up her alley. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like that was I headlined that show. But yeah, we were on that one together. Uh. She's one of my favorite local comics. She is. She was dope. And I remember meeting her, so I definitely remembered her when I came over here. So we like we really have women from all over the country, and uh, it's a fun time. It's a really fun time. It's a nice retreat so away from wanna, all the men's. You, would it, wouldn't it be hilarious if you mixed it up with just one goofy <laughs> white male comic? Are you campaigning for yourself? That's exactly what I'm doing. I mean, you're, you're a very funny man, but I would rather have Will Loden. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's a funnier, much funnier man. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's country as hell. They would love him. He's, yeah, he's a big country white man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's it. the kind that we like. <laughs> Ironically. 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 Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, okay. Um what have you t- done touring at all? Like well, a- I've done I've done festivals. Uh I've I've done like women in comedy festival. I did uh like the Out of Bounds in Austin and stuff. So uh I've done various festivals. I'm looking forward to getting back to that finally. I miss yeah, them a lot. Thank God. <laughs> I love festivals so much. They're did you go to Secret Group at all when you when you moved yeah. here? Or was that I miss shutting? Secret Group terribly. I will be there for the reopening. I'm going to be, be there with Belzo and I love right. that place. Yeah, me too. Can't wait for it to open back up. Uh, you should try to get on their Come and Take It festival whenever they do it again. You know what? And I saw Come and Take It and did they do Trill Fest too? Who is Trill Fest? I don't know. It wasn't that in Houston as well. I want, I'm on the Trill uh, email list, um, but um, I'm not in good standing. So <laughs> you need to pay dues. Exactly. But yeah, yeah. I would love to. I, my biggest Which isn't thing very with Trill of me, so I it apologize. Really but my biggest problem with festivals is I always forget to submit. Submit. Yeah. 
I'm so bad about it. I was in Dallas for six years, and it wasn't until two years after I left that I actually submitted to Dallas Comedy Festival. Because <laughs> <laughs> every time, Didi, why don't you submit? Oh, wait, that happened? <laughs> I'll be there for the shows to support you guys. Right, you know, right, right. Whatever. So is there any difference between the comedy scene in uh, Dallas versus Houston versus Louisiana? Oh, have you done any? Con- you done, obviously you did festivals in Louisiana, mm-hmm. but have you done like open mics and all that kind of oh, stuff yeah. in Louisiana? Well, I was there for two years, so I did run the whole game. But like, I, you know, I've done stuff in Atlanta and Boston and stuff, and so I've been in a lot of places doing comedy, and they're all pretty much the same because everybody asks the, the same question. So, what's the scene like in your town? Like, <laughs> everybody asks the same. So, what's the I scene get it. Like I have hat questions. Jesus Christ, <laughs> get off my back! Everybody, what's the scene like? <laughs> oh, you I already know you're not going to book me on this festival, so I don't get it. We might as well end this shit right now. <laughs> you're not going to book me? Fuck you, you bitch. <laughs> it's like she can read thoughts. It's crazy. I, I am a little bit of a witch. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, Dallas was very, now that I've left Dallas, I understand how professional it was. Oh, yeah. Like, I had a bunch of clubs. Like seven, eight? That's insane. We have one. Yeah. <laughs> one and a half. <laughs> one and a half. Because <laughs> yeah. secret group is like, do y'all do music here? Comedy? They like, do what's both. The, That's why I say half. What's the, that being said, they put on more comedy than and well, the speakeasy, improv does. I feel like Speakeasy, is is that exclusively a comedy club or do they do music too? I don't know. I don't know what people do. I don't know what the Speakeasy, speakeasy is. I know they do shows like on Fridays. And and I, a, w- I went to the Wednesday show, yeah. like the open mic a couple of times. And there was like nobody there, but I've heard it's gotten a lot better. So it I should has. maybe start signing it, up again. Yeah, it definitely has. I, I went the past couple weeks. I hate sign up I open hate, mics. Yeah. I hate email sign up open mics. Cause again, I always forget like that. My brain hates to remember submissions. And this is a woman who's touted her nine to five job that she's responsible, but she can't. The I mean, I'll show up. Like that's the thing. I'll show up to the open mic. I'll be there, but <laughs> mm-hmm. don't make me remember it before. I think you can just like set an automatic email. Eh. <laughs> I hear that's like a common um, frustration for a lot of comics, which I've never really understood. I'm just like it's pretty easy. I mean, Plus, if comedy was all I was doing. It would be a lot easier. But I have gotten better about it. Like I've actually taken the time to like follow these groups that remind you when the submissions are coming up. But of course there was quite a lull last year because there were no festivals. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, you know, this year, hopefully I remember better than I have before. Sure. Sure. Uh, festival submissions. They make you pay for those things. It's- that is kind of a money grab. If you ask me, um, like refund me if I'm not coming to your shit. <laughs> exactly. Send me a rejection letter and my thirty dollars. Yeah. It's like, I'm paying red clay. You bitch. No, <laughs> I- I'm paying to be your, Entertainment that you're gonna then sell. Just it's not for like the y'all paying me time. for the festival or exactly. nothing. Y'all it's not taking care of shit. I gotta pay for everything to get there. You know, yeah. it's kind of odd. It is. I enjoy them. They. I've got. Thank so God well. I'm not getting booked on one in Louisiana uh, <laughs> or New Orleans. <laughs> well, there used to be Hell Yes Fest, but you know there was an issue. There was, a, was there the were issue? some incidents of a sexual impropriety. <laughs> Yeah. Women be wilding. I'm not sure. I'm sure that's what it was. I'm sure it wasn't a guy doing something fucked up. Certainly, that's... actually, it was a, a like a, a married couple. Are they married? I forget. But yeah, they were kind of being inappropriate. 
That sounds unfortunate. Because it was like an improv. Uh, it was an improv. Improv school. comics. Can't trust them. Can't trust them worth the shit, <laughs> yeah. man. I don't know why people act like they're supposed to be better than us. No, those are the sick motherfuckers. They're lying to you. They're all <laughs> lying. They're not that happy. They're not well adjusted. Wait, is there anyone who thinks that improv people are better than stand-ups? I mean, people think that they're nicer and more amicable and approachable. Now, see, now that makes more sense. Because, like, I wouldn't say, like, and maybe it's just slanted, but like, I, mean, I don't have anything negative per se to say about improv comedy that's a whole different skill set and they seem to have good crowds so good for them people like that kind of i don't know why thing. it's usually awful it's theater folks no. but um and how I, dare i spurn if anything <laughs> i would kids. think that stand-ups look down on improv i've never heard and I've, actually i've not hung out with a ton of improv people gross i've never heard them complaining about stand-ups that much because they don't have the balls I mean, I don't think they care. No, they do. They care. They care. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like a rivalry between like Dallas and Houston. It's like improv versus stand-up. That, that, is, that is a rivalry. Like all these improvers that come and do stand-up comedy, you know who they are. You know, they... You can they, typically tell. You know, they always say things like to a T. It's like, you rehearsed this line, didn't you? You wrote this exact sentence out of your notebook and you're saying it now. Mm-hmm. Mr. Improviser, you're not improvising any of these jokes. They sound very formulaic. Right. You went to class to learn this, didn't you? They always do voices. Always. Always do, do act outs. Always, always do, act-outs. do act outs. And they're very over the top with their animatedness. And they're always actors. I'm actually a comedic actor. Huh? Exactly. I bet you, I'll just bet you are, sir. <laughs> but like I said, I don't begrudge them. I've seen some I begrudge stand up or some improv shows. Because um, I went to Station Theater to run um, a show, a mic. Mm-hmm. After the improv went up, and they got some decent laughs. I don't think much of what they were saying was very funny, but that's what's the thing with improv is you get a much bigger laugh compared to what you actually said, like the level of funny. Because, mm-hmm. like, oh, he just made that up on the spot. So they give you a little bit extra credit right. for it. As for comedy, they're like, oh, this is what you, you planned on saying and said. That's why if you riff when you're doing stand up, like crowd work or whatever, They'll give you a little bit more extra credit for yeah, doing it. Yeah, give you a little bit more uh, leeway. I, right. I do agree with that. They'll laugh, which is my problem with improv. People will laugh at anything. They don't know if it's really funny or not. Mm-hmm. These improv people, they walk around thinking that they're doing things that are so clever. No, it's not funny. You just have your cap on D- in a weird way. DDT no. wants the smart laugh and the smart laugh only. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. None of these cheap laughs over here. It's, and it's so sad that I'm such a, uh, you know, such an erudite cunt when it comes to <laughs> I was going to say snobby, but (laughs) but hey. But I hear that white ladies don't like that word cunt. Cunt? Uh, I'm not a fan either. I mean, it doesn't bother me, but I will never, you'll never see me using it. Because white dudes don't use it unless it's very pointedly. I've seen a man call a woman a cunt at a bar and it was not nice. Yeah. It was not. I saw spit come out. I said, how did spit come out? You didn't even have to put your lips together for that. How did you spit in this woman's face? I feel like like one of the meanest things you can say to a woman. Yeah. But I think most women who use it, it's like, it's. It's not as aggressive as you hear a guy saying it, it's like I never heard that word until I was like twenty years old. I had no idea what it was. I still I think no, there's one time in my entire life that I've ever called a woman a bitch to her face and I felt bad about it afterwards. Uh but that's only once my entire life. Wow, and you live to tell the tale. Oh no, sh- <laughs> <laughs> trust me. 
The assessment was not wrong. Uh, and uh, everyone that was in ar- around was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were just cheering on. Yeah, rip his fucking face off. <laughs> yeah. But um, still felt bad about it. Uh, was she a bitch, though? Oh, 100%. No, yeah. well, don't feel bad. Do, do not apologize for saying what's yeah, true. I so if I could call her an asshole or whatever. Mm-hmm. You piece yeah. of shit. That's <laughs> yeah. I don't know how that, I don't know how that would have been any better, but I don't know. I, I could have had a flawless record of never using it, but uh, have used it once. Yeah, being, being called a bitch with a, with a very aggressive pointed tone, it does not feel good. I can say that. Right. Especially if it's undeserved. And if it's unwarranted, it's like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a jarring feeling. It's oh, I can only imagine. Disorienting. I can only imagine. What do dudes get called that y'all hate? Like, what's, what's something that a woman could say to you and it'll stop you dead in your trace? Like, wait, what? You think we're going to give you this ammunition? <laughs> <laughs> Knowing your proclivity for breaking down men? Well, I mean, I just, I, I'm not writing anything. Yeah. <laughs> it was just between us girls. Yeah, just between us gals. <laughs> and what do you mean have a proclivity for breaking down men? You, when did this happen? You said that was your life's mission. I don't want to break you down. I want to, ex- I want to expose you to sexism and creepiness. I don't want to gotcha. break you down. I just want you to know what it feels like to be I a lady. I feel like that's the perfect mask if you just want to be a creep. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh yeah, we did this noble act. Like, maybe Call me. Maybe, yeah, exactly. We've exposed her. I'm just grabby. She goes by DDT because her name's wanted in <laughs> multiple counties, multiple parishes. That's one of my aliases. <laughs> yeah. Band nerd. Mm-hmm. Comedy for eight years, doing festivals. Mm-hmm. What else is like a, a big uh, thing in your life? <sighs> Alcohol. What used right? to be? Right? It used to be. I'm quitting. This is the only thing that I've drank. <laughs> this, me quitting means I'm just Shows drinking Shows up with beer. a 24 ounce. <laughs> I'm, no hard liquor. That's me quitting. Still, um, it is delicious though. That's it one is. Of, it's one and of the favorites. And look, I found this bullshit at the uh, gas station. So I... Um, not an alcoholic because I'm picky. That's what I'm. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Right, right, right. I, I won't drink anybody's well whiskey. I will not drink a Bud Light. Uh huh. Yeah. Or a, or a Michelob Shalata. I will not yeah. do a Michelob <laughs> or a Michelada, whatever you call it. Uh, so I was just scouring the the ice chest for something palatable and something up to my standards. Right. There you- was nary a, a can of Shiner in sight, right. and they didn't have the regular Stella, but they had this weird. They call it the solstice lager. It's it's not that great. I've never had a solstice doesn't, lager. Doesn't have the the boldness of the actual Stella. It's not as flavorful and, and wheaty. It's mm. not, ugh, which is why it's in a twenty four ounce. You can only get like the pint of a Stella. Oh, the good stuff because it's fancy mm-hmm. and classy. She doesn't want to give you a twenty four ounce like a goddamn Cobra or something. Four forty five. But I should have known when I saw it was a 24-ounce. This isn't real, Stella. This, this isn't giveaway, up to yeah. par. You know. Do you remember the first alcohol you got drunk off of? Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels. What about you? Drunk? It still hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Are you not a drinker, young man? Uh, very, very infrequently. You seem rather straight-laced. What, just the weed for you? Shrooms? No, never done re- weed. Yes. Never even wanted to try weed. Eh, it's not for everybody. Yeah, it's not that great. I, well, I like edibles a lot. I don't, 
Smoking weed is always weird I use CBD me. all the time, but I grew up around a ton of friends. I grew up in California, so a ton oh, of friends okay. would smoke weed, and it was just never something I was interested in. So no shrooms, no acid, none of it? Never had a, never had a desire to try. So Have where the body's buried? What is the, where the body's buried? Where, where, yeah. I can't tell you. Okay. Fair enough. Have <laughs> you never been drunk? Oh, I've been drunk. So was the, you don't remember the first thing you had Not drunk? the How first thing. I don't have to tell you. The last time was like that... What was it like? Almost one hundred proof crack and rum. <laughs> oh, that's a good drunk right there. <laughs> Who forgets their first drunken experience? I know my daddy's first drunken experience. <laughs> I mean, my daddy's first drunken experience was night train at Southern University, nineteen seventy five. That's when that. Man, I know the year. <laughs> nice. First time I ever got drunk was off smearing off ice. Come on, baby. I was- <laughs> Are you serious? Sixteen years old. Oh, that's what I say. You had to be a kid stealing well, it out the yeah, refrigerator. Exactly. We like we didn't like the taste of beer. Are you kidding me? Like, yeah, it was awful. It was yeah. awful. So, because um, we had we actually one time we snatched snatched a bottle of J and B whiskey. Ooh. And we tried it. Like, we each had an A sip. And like, oh, this has gone bad. <laughs> we I think it's away. Spoiled. <laughs> yeah. Spoiled. Come to find out it tasted exactly how it's supposed to take. No, I think the first hard liquor that I ever drank was was it it was either Crown or Jack Daniels, and I was like 10. Mm-hmm. It was Jack Daniels, and I had it in a highball. My daddy, my, I would come home from school. My daddy worked seven and seven. My daddy worked offshore all my life. Stressful shit. Mm-hmm. And he was like the warehouse manager and shit like that. Like he had a stressful job. So when I when he was home, I'd come home. He'd have a highball, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and one time I was like, "What is that?" He said, "You want to taste it?" I said, "All right." And I took a little sip. And he was like, "See, that's nasty." Huh? And I was like, "Oh, actually, actually, I bet." So Jack and Cole, like that's so you just started something, sir. You don't know it. Yeah, <laughs> you don't know it, but uh, you're onto something. Yeah, yeah. There's not. There's a few things better. I'm not trying to encourage anyone's drinking, but there's a few things better after a stressful day. What do you, what, do you beat off or something? No, nah, I don't do that. Um, okay. I just drink and stare at myself in the mirror and get angry. Get now, hard. <laughs> so, so you don't you don't beat off at all. Just even Pete Holmes beats his dick. I'm sure. Uh, R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> yeah. Pete Holmes isn't dead. Oh, Pete Holmes. <laughs> I you said John Holmes. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, nobody the, told me Pete Holmes died. I was like a porn star from the 60s, 70s or whatever He it was. did die of the AIDS. Yeah, he did, yeah. He did die of AIDS, R.I.P., man. Yeah, that's why I was like, Jesus, why are you bringing this guy up? <laughs> Show you how bad my mind is. Like, we were talking about beating off, so I guess. Yeah. yeah fair enough. Fair not transition. a huge leap. No, no not like, huge like his dick. No. Yeah, gigantic. Um, <laughs> I've heard from many women, they prefer it. Never mind. <laughs> well, even, actually. Yeah. Can't even get that lie out. <laughs> no, but no, but you're not lying. I know women who have said to me. What are purpose, their phone numbers? <laughs> I don't speak to them anymore. Yeah. <laughs> They're social outcasts. Probably not any of the strippers she was. Uh, no, one of the strippers that I used to work with was the first one I ever heard say that. I don't like no big old dick. I like to do with an average dick, like something, you know, a little smaller. 
so I could really work it. <laughs> I love how like she knows the exact words she used because mm-hmm. it's only it was so such such a shock to her. <laughs> yeah, because me and other girl were looking at bitch, are you crazy? What's wrong with you? <laughs> and she only messed with white dudes. I'm not saying that that's a correlation. I feel like that's what you're implying. I'm not implying anything. I'm just saying that that's what it was. That's what she did. Was she a white girl? No, she was very black. Very pretty black girl. And she only messed with white dudes. Uh, and she said that she liked uh, small to average penises. Good for her. <laughs> Good for I have, her. I have Good a feeling her. she won't have trouble finding that. <laughs> she won't. She won't at all. I'm sure she's very happy somewhere getting all her bills paid. Yep, 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 yep. While the rest of us are chasing this big old broke dick. <laughs> As she grabs her 24 ounce beer. <laughs> Got a drink to him. Just even saying it. <laughs> Got a drink to him. I refuse to drink. No. <laughs> so, um, when did you move to Houston? What was the inspiration for this move? It wasn't inspired. It was circumstantial. Gotcha. Uh, as I said, at the end of 2019, my life was in shambles. I don't know if we, if we delved into that, but I moved home and with a plan. And now, if you had a nice, reasonable-sized dick uh, in your life. <laughs> you know what? You're right. Maybe it would have been different. But, um, but yeah, like I, had, I had lost everything that I could lose. So I was, I was in a bad place. And not only that, my sister was diagnosed with epilepsy and she lives here. Oh, damn. Yeah, she's grown. Like, she never had a seizure before when we were growing up. Never. And just all of a sudden, seizures. And we, we completely floored. Have no idea what's going on. So because it's a scary situation. She started because, watching too much anime? You know. I probably shouldn't joke about this. That's Cloud Atlas. <laughs> she loves Cloud Atlas. I'm like, did they do this to you? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's not photosensitive. So... She doesn't have a photosensitivity. It's like she has a tiny little hole in her brain, like a very tiny, tiny, tiny hole in her frontal lobe. And she's had it her entire life. Huh. Crazy, right? Yeah, we wild. never knew. She never had any functional problems. She never had any like dyslexia. Like we, mm. she never had like dizzy spells, nothing like that. And all of a sudden she having seizures as a grown woman. So I, we moved, I moved here to help her. And she also wanted me to move here kind of to help me because I ain't have shit. And I couldn't find a job in Louisiana. I got here and I had a job after a week. So I was like, well, fuck it. Like, How you liking it so far? It's all right. All cities are the same to me. That's they're true. Not That's New very Orleans. true. Because they're not New Orleans. Like, after you live in New Orleans, it's like everything else is like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I do like this place better than Dallas. Are... I do like this better than Dallas, so I will say that. Good, 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 good. Mm. There are certain cities I feel like it would be hard to adjust to. New Orleans is one. Vegas is one. New York, probably. New York is... I feel like New York, you can kind of get lost in a certain area. Yeah. That's just a little like quieter than others. But everything's or, so close together, you don't have any... Especially if you're from the South, it mm-hmm. might be an adjustment because everything's so tight. Yeah. There's no yards. There's no, no space. Like There's no space to breathe. Everyone just I don't crammed have on right top, on of, top each of each other. other. It's so weird and gross. Yeah. I don't like the idea of having to ever have to walk in the elements. Yeah. In Houston, you can drive everywhere. Right. And, no, I and went, New York, you got to walk it. Like, last time I went there was in January. Mm. And boy, oh boy, that was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but I hear they don't even like if there's, if it's snowing, if it's like two degrees outside, they still got to go to work. And yeah. I'm like, are you crazy? Yeah. You think you can get me out of my house when it's snowing <laughs> and it's two degrees outside? So what's your favorite city you visited? Well, I've always loved Atlanta, and I still want to move to Atlanta. But Boston is pretty fucking nice. Did you ever go to opera when you were in Atlanta? No, I didn't. I wish I could, though. I ran that shit. For, it's a 
nightclub in Atlanta. I was there for three months, three right months. out of college. Really? And that's the only time you lived in Atlanta? Just three months? Yeah, AT&T has like their corporate three training long, there. Oh, that's true. Three long, hard months Oh, in it was great. No, I loved it. Yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> it was grueling. <laughs> oh, like we went, like a whole, because we we're all, like all fresh college graduates. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it was like 30 of us in this training program. And so we would all hang out because we didn't, nobody, nobody, there's like two people in the entire class that were from Atlanta. So they kind of showed us around a little bit, but like, I went to a rave while I was in Atlanta, which was <laughs> surreal because I was the only one not on drugs. Oh, yeah. Homeschool kid rave. That's intense. Uh, That's yeah. Quite a leap. It was great. It was actually a lot of fun. Yeah. Raves it, on night. It was like, seriously, like out of a freaking Blade movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was like this huge indu- like industrial warehouse. Uh, the music is like blaring. There's like lasers everywhere. Like Everybody's a light show. just like tranced out. Oh, yeah. Every, it was like, so there's one part where you would walk up. And it was like multiple different levels. You walked up and there's like this huge pit. And there's everyone like dancing down in this pit. Just bodies writhing and yeah. heaving. Oh, it was a great time. Yeah, just just everybody just moist. Yeah. So this guy, <laughs> the guy who talked us into going is this Russian guy named Nikita. I could look up. <laughs> I love a Russian Ni- dude named Nikita. Nikita yeah. Khrushchev? No. <laughs> I can find him on my LinkedIn. I'm still connected to him. It's like, it's like Ashinovkov or something. Like, like, a, like a, a Russian dude named like Alexei and Nikita. It's like you got something with you. You, you yeah. got a girl's name a little bit. So he was really cool, um, but was very into raves. Yeah, Russian. So he, he tried to get us to go like every weekend. And, like, and everyone kept saying no. Like, nah, we'd rather just go to like opera or like sandals i think was the name of another bar that was really popular like the uh, resort it might have been flip-flops <laughs> it, was, it was something was uh casual slides? shoe related no, <laughs> before slides were really popular uh it's sad this is back in 2011 so this is a long time ago um but yeah, I loved it in Atlanta. You didn't trip acid? You didn't do any ecstasy that no, night? No, no, Molly? not at the uh, not at the old rave. Did you make out with a stranger? Nothing? I danced with a bunch of strangers, but no, I did not make out with any strangers you did, you while there. You didn't touch a boy's butt? You didn't dance with a boy sexually? No, no, no. Uh, I did dance on the bar at opera. Uh, they, not bar, stage. Uh, wow. Which was a lot of fun. A girl like was like, hey, come on. I was like, Fuck, why not? <laughs> <laughs> and I was drunk. And I was like literally... Shake those One titties. of three white guys in there, <laughs> white people in general. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was a blast uh, and had a, good, a lot of good memories in Atlanta. Why, have you been back to Atlanta? Have you done comedy in Atlanta and stuff? Mm-hmm. You should go. It's fun. They love comedy in Atlanta. They're really yeah, nice. Yeah, they're a big hub. Yeah. Yeah, it's a real, like the crowd's always very attentive. Like you'll go to an open mic, it'll be packed. Like you'll go to a show at 12 midnight, and it'll be packed. The one beef I have with Atlanta, nowhere to park ever. It's like there's nowhere to park. Facts. And they're trying to tell your ass everywhere. I got told. Yeah. And I wasn't even parked in the wrong place. Like somebody was watching. I believe cause, it. Because it's one of those situations. Uh, I did a show. I forget the, the name of the venue, but it was like some weird hotel, but it was like two bucks comedy show. And there's a, a barbecue restaurant right on the corner. And then there's like the hotel. And mm-hmm. they say... The parking lot was for the hotel only, which is where I was. So I parked, but I went to the barbecue place first to get something to eat. Then I went for the show. Mm-hmm. They told my shit that quick. It's like somebody was literally yeah, sitting is, in the parking lot watching where I went. That's like their full-time job, guaranteed, just to tow people. And I had to call them. I said, why did you tell me? Oh, you went in the barbecue place. I, 
I'm doing the show next door at the, oh, well, we saw you go there first. Man, are you serious? Are you really <laughs> watching, like sitting there watching me? That's exactly what they're doing. Because I guess the parking situation is so horrific. It is horrific. They do have a, a decent public transport. They like do. The, the, the Marta. Right. Yeah. Man, the Marta is cool. I would love to go back to Atlanta. I mean, it's like, I, I've, what, so Mark's done tons of traveling mm-hmm. all, like, all over the world. Is it for your job or something? Or do you just like to go places? I just love to explore. Uh, he nice. likes taking advantage of the fact that our money's worth a lot more than every other country. So, um, man, I went to Barbados twice. Two <laughs> times. <laughs> <She's down. laughs> I like how she Two does. times the exchange rate, man. I know yeah. the feeling. I know. But I, I was balling in Barbados. They thought I was rich <laughs> than a bitch. Yeah, that sounds fun. Like, so my group of friends growing up are not big travelers. Mm-hmm. So, like, and I would like, I've never been like a solo vacation person. So I was like, I went to Barbados by myself. It was a vibe. Was it fun? It was. You hook up with any Barbadians? Well, I went there to see a boy, or rather, a man. I would hope you went by yourself then. <laughs> well, no, I mean, usually for a situation like this, it would be like a girl's trip, you know, and then I, mm-hmm. you know, hook up with the dude because he was a dude that I actually knew. I didn't meet an internet person and just fly to Barbados. I knew this person. <laughs> Don't you be like that? <laughs> I would never. Suspect. <laughs> I would never. But he moved to Barbados, so I went to visit him. And, you know, usually that's the type of thing that women would be like, oh, girl, well, we can all fly to Barbados or whatever. You could go visit your man. But I, one thing I hate more than Is anything girls else. interrupting her fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> that and coordinating the trip with women. Oh, that does sound Oh, good my Lord Jesus. I have a friend. I love her to death. Um, her and her friends... We used to call them the Kinsignera because, like, she would always roll like fifteen deep. And, she had a, and they were all all her friends were female. That's uh, so racist. They were all. They were all. I love it. They were all Latino or Latina. Um, Latinx. La, whatever. Yep. And, and we are. And we always ran in a big group of guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so Are we all the Hardy Boys? Generation X. But uh, so we always hung out. But I'm still friends with her. Um, great gal. Um, but her friends would all they would go vacation at least once a year. Like where they would go Barbados, yeah. they would go to like um, Greece, they'd go all over okay. the place. And Sounds um, good in theory. It well, yeah, exactly. But I, I went on a trip with them one time. Uh, we went skiing in Colorado, and it was a lot of fun. I was the only person on the entire trip that liked skiing. I wonder why. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, not saying it's all uh, Hispanic women, but the group I was in, not big fans. <laughs> but um, the one thing that annoyed me on the entire trip, which we had a great time the entire time, yeah. is that song... Uh, Where'd you Molly, go to Aspen or something? Where were you? We went to, we flew into Denver, uh, stayed at like, like one of the, one of my friends, boyfriend's friends, like whatever. This guy was loaded. <laughs> right. <laughs> Some, a friend of a friend of a friend had money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and didn't mind us staying there. Um, and then we went to his like house, like out in the mountains. Shit. So he was skied like in, uh, I know, cop. Copper Mountain, uh, Breckenridge, or I can't remember. Okay, Breckenridge, I know. Yeah, so mm-hmm. one of those mountain towns, and we like went to the bars after afterwards and all that every night. But um, the song Molly Percocet had just come out. Or I'm not even sure if that's the name of the song. <laughs> Percocet. No, it's um, Mask Off. Mask Off. 
Fuck Mask Off. I heard, <laughs> I heard that song no less than 30 times yeah. during that trip. And I was like, I never want to hear this song again. <laughs> so is that why it was so bad? It wasn't because of all the... the oh, I had a great time the whole trip. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was just the one like burnt in... Future uh, has so many, ruined so many good things. That was Future? Yeah, Future. I wish, I mean, it's one of the worst parts of my past, so <laughs> love to forget them. Uh, so whenever I got the the radio for a split second, I put on like some John Denver songs <laughs> just to fuck with them. <laughs> they literally I mean, you got to fight they fire with fire, man. Literally booed out fight, loud. Got to fight fire with fire in that situation. Yeah. Man, if you ever, ever been Rocky call- Mountain High, yeah, that's what, exactly what I played, yeah. <laughs> Uh, did you have you ever been to Denver or Colorado? No, in I, I'm afraid to go because I'm asthmatic. Oh yeah, that that would hurt you hard. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm afraid to go, but I really want to go because I want to go to like a ski lodge and because I do want to plan a trip with the women that I'm close to, like my sister and my cousin. Like I, my family is my best friends. And I really want to go on a trip with them, but all these heifers want to go on is a cruise. And you not put me on a motherfucking boat you ever been in the middle cruise? of the goddamn ocean. I will never go on a cruise. Everyone shits on cruises. I've only been on one cruise, and I had They're a great disease time. disease buckets, floating disease buckets. I really enjoyed it. It was like a week-long cruise. That's and how I, COVID and spread fam- so fast in America. And I went with my family, uh, and I still had a great time. I still had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> Despite the people that I'm related to. <laughs> no, I, I love my family, but um, not who I would typically go on a vacation with. But yeah, my but, sister and my cousin and my sister's best friend, they all went on a cruise to Jamaica. Or That's like right. Island yeah. Cruise. yeah, and it looked great. You're not getting me on a motherfucking boat. Holla at me on land. Like, we can let's go to actual Jamaica. Let's just go to a resort in Jamaica. Do not put me on a boat. Cruises are pretty uh, inexpensive, too. Of course, because it's a death trap. <laughs> They're fun. <laughs> there's been like one uh, cruise ship problem. Like the I mean, last... there's, been a, there's been a few in, in <laughs> recorded history. Yeah, Titanic was a bit of a snafu. <laughs> <laughs> didn't Lusitania didn't go great. <laughs> yeah, that also not great. Uh, but that was the Germans' fault, though. I think. Right? <laughs> what the wasn't the Germans' fault? Good question. <laughs> um, they make a uh, good. Car. I like how Americans blame Germans for like racism. That's cute. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite part about Americans. Yeah. Germany is bad. <laughs> Nazis, guys. It's called deflection. Uh, <laughs> deflect, deflect, Look at deflect. them over there. Yeah, <laughs> They're exactly. killing everybody, man. I actually am German by really? last name, technically. Uh, but I have like Irish on both sides. <laughs> you wouldn't say. You don't <laughs> yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. My, my red beard. <laughs> I actually have a, I have a joke about like uh, having brown hair growing up. But it's true. I, never, I, I had no idea that this was going to come. Just a cool red beard. Raging red beard. Yeah, exactly. So that was God's last little joke on me. That's not your nickname? Raging red beard? No, no, no. no, I like it. I like you should use it. You should get a pirate ship. A pirate ship? Yeah. Yeah. You think that I could last in the sun for any extended period of time? That's what the hats are for. The hats. <laughs> I'll be below deck. <laughs> it wasn't for fashion. Those pasty motherfuckers needed something to keep the sun off of them. And, you know, the beach hats were too floppy. That's probably why they all went crazy. That too. No, it was the scurvy. Yeah. Well, the right in the syphilis, the yeah. disease. I heard that. So, so I'm listening to these podcasts. Like I'm obsessed with podcasts. But like, uh, I was listening to one that was about, it was like, had a little season about pirates. And they talked about what all, podcast was it? Um, I think it was 
I'll I can look it up. I think it was like not dictators. It's I like educational podcasts. Um, it's definitely educational. But anyway, as I was, I'll look it up. But um, <coughs> and they talked about like Blackbeard and a bunch of like the traditional, well-known uh, mm-hmm. Caribbean pirates, pirates of the Caribbean. Davy Jones and them. Yeah, <laughs> imaginary Davy Jones. But, but uh, then um, they did one on this Chinese uh, pirate, it's a mm-hmm. female pirate. Yeah. And she's like the most successful pirate of all time. Yeah, it was like Swan or something. I heard, don't ask me to pronounce her name. Which I, because she, she was basically one of the people on uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Was she? Well, I only she, watched the like first one. One of the characters was based on her at World's End. It was the number three. It was did the good get, one. Did get that far. Come um, on, man. That was some really good movies up. Like number one through three was pretty dope. The podcast, I think it's this one. It's historical figures. Okay. It's got that gold logo, golden purple logo, golden blue. Oh, so it might be dictators. I don't know. I can look it up though. Dictators. For sure. Why would pirates be on dictators? It's they definitely dict- not cold shower. <laughs> <laughs> Drew Hallway. <laughs> what are they? The dictators of a ship? Is that why? They yeah, do? I guess that was well. Like, so they do like seasons. So they'll have like communist dictators. They'll do like African dictators, American dictators. Like, mm-hmm. so they do like little seasons of like they're like seasons like five episodes. Okay, so American dictators. Who are they? But <laughs> yeah, that's not actually there weren't any. I, was like, <laughs> I threw that in there because, but um, they uh, Russian dictators have done that one. Yeah, but, but so uh, pirates, yeah, pirates, like Asian lady. So yeah, exactly. So I was going with that. Thanks for reining in my own <laughs> madness. But um, so women were not allowed on Caribbean pirate ships at all. I would imagine not. it was seen as like a jinx. Like you're like you're you're tempting the gods. And it's not that. It's because they were horny, and they were the women would be like, "No, I'm tired of getting getting fucked." Uh, not necessarily the case. Me. So that's why I'm going with this. So like that, they wouldn't allow it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, "That was their number one rule." Which, if you've had a woman to have to travel with you, I kind of get it. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, okay, I think I kind of understand it. So is it because the sea is a woman and she is jealous? I don't know if they go into the explanation, but like, like, or the boat is the woman and the boat is jealous. I think they just thought they were bad luck. Like they were like super su- superstitious, super superstitious. Men like, hate uh, women like so if, much. They, if they thought somebody on the ship had done something to cause bad luck, they would kill that person. Yeah, throw you over the edge, man. Yeah, and they were like Sharky. one of the earliest democracies. Every person on the ship got a vote. Like uh, had a lot of freed slaves were on pirate ships. Yeah, they all got true. equal votes. That's true. Um, equal shares and all the booty. Um, all unfortunately, the booty. not the kind of booty that, that they would want. All the now, booty. if you wanted to get the booty that, that you want, <laughs> all you had you to do bu- you got to go to port every now and then. All you had to do was be on a Chinese pirate ship. They had like they were like floating fam like fam like cities. So they were the original cruise ships. Yeah, they had, they were like booed up. Everyone like, but and they so you were allowed to like your wife was allowed to come on, and they were like a part of the ship, just oh. like any other pirate. And but they also punished if you had sex with somebody and you weren't married to them, dead. If you, <laughs> if you got if you were married and you cheated, dead. God, like it was like there was. They were hardcore about that. Well, the but they also really like you could family, buy a, you could buy a woman uh, to be your wife, and that was a big. That wasn't exactly. Uh, well, yeah, it's perfect. a fair exchange. You got to pay for it first. You can't just take a wife for free. Yeah, but they, and they they made a point on this podcast. Like, I know this sounds bad, but a lot of the women that they bought were like 
prostitutes, inland prostitutes, hmm. that were like living the worst lives ever, as was this female pirate before she got on a ship. And like their lives actually, even though it sucks, like greatly improved because they like they went from basically uh, having a pimp and like yeah, having to have sex all the time and stuff and yeah. you know being abused to, to having like an equal say on a pirate ship. Hell yeah! And dude. you're only having sex with your husband, but, Fuck. which fucked up as it may be, like their lives actually improved quite a bit. So like they weren't most of them weren't i mean look if i if i was if i was some chinese whore and you told me hey you want to just have sex with one dude i said chinese prostitute i would never (laughs) drop the 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 w word so you want to just have sex with one dude for the rest of your life and if any other dude tries it he gets killed hell yeah that's what i'm saying like they're like sign me up certain aspects of it that improved their life quite a bit you want to travel of course i want to travel i'm a whore (laughs) all women love traveling especially whores Do you think you uh, do you consider yourself a, a traveler? I thought you about that. Do you consider yourself a whore? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say yes. I'm a very loose woman. <laughs> I would love to be a traveler, but I always let you know the money thing stop me. And honestly, Same. the first actual adult, the actual first adult vacation that I paid for for me that I went for was in Barbados, and that was like 2019. I'm a grown ass woman. Well, did, you, did you have fun while you're there? Oh, did y'all have any arguments? I lost my cell phone, my credit card, my joke notebook, all in one fell swoop. Oh. It was, and then the dude that I went there, the see, we fought the whole time. Damn, he left me in the club because oh. I was dancing with his friend, and I was just really just being nice. I was just like, oh, and well, your friend's nice, you know, whatever. I'm not marrying the motherfucker. It's not like I had my leg up on his shoulder. <laughs> Giving him the the business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he left me in the club. We fought. And then I was on probation. So I wasn't even supposed to leave the country. So that because Barbados, that, you were uh, on probation in Barbados. Yes. <laughs> oh, no wonder you lost your, your cell phone, your, your joke, bit, joke book or whatever. Yeah, I bet hard and I lost, man. <laughs> hey, but I didn't go to jail. So worth it. How worth was Barbados? It. it was beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Like. Oh, I broke out all over my body because what I did not know about Barbados and people's homes, they don't have air conditioning. Ooh, well, mm. not going. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like if you go to a resort, they do. Like if you go to, you know, one of the sandals or something like that or one mm-hmm. of the Airbnbs on the beach, they have it. But people's houses? What were you just airbnb in it around No, Barbados? no, I stayed with the oh, dude. Oh, with the dude. Yeah, he lived there and worked there. So he had an apartment and I stayed there and... I said, this is something that you should have told me before I put yeah. this plane. Like, I, I wouldn't be able to sleep. I couldn't, I barely, I could barely sleep. I broke out over my, and then he thought I was exaggerating. He's like, oh, you just making a big deal. I was like, bro, this is not going to work for me. Like, I have eczema really bad, so when my skin can't breathe and cool, uh-huh. broke out. My entire body was just covered in rash. And I said, so you see? So you, so you see now? You don't want to fuck this, do you? You're just like, <laughs> He's probably glad that that happened. He's like, all right, well, I can't get blamed for the rash I thought I was going to get. <laughs> he's been living his best life in Barbados for a while. Who knows what he's doing? There are island diseases, you know. Yeah. Oh, it's, I'm sure. It's in Barbados is a very tiny island. It's like an island that's just one city. So stuff get passed around, man. It's very insular that community. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, never going there. Nope. <laughs> Catch the island syphilis. Yeah. Well, I guess if but everyone no, it's has it, beautiful. it's like nobody has it. But so, you know, I, mean, I learned something in, in uh, Barbados. I learned about the rent-a-dread system. The what? Rent-a-dread. 
Rent a dread? Yes, that's like when... Judge Dread? No. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, but no. It's when um white women from like I'm Australia <laughs> from like Australia and London and America and stuff, when they come to like the islands and they basically pay island black men for sex. I feel like they could do that here too. No, no, it's different. It's like the sexual tourism there is very, but it's informal. It's not like anything like, you know, set up. It's just they really go to the beach and these island dudes kick game. Yeah, they kick game to these dudes. They buy weed off of them. They start paying for their drinks and stuff. And then it's a, we come back to the hotel room for $300. Like, and they pay for it. They pay for it because white women. Do you think that doesn't happen in America? White women don't know that every black man don't have a long dick. It's sad. (laughs) You think that? So you think they think it's better just because it's like that's probably a thing. Number one, and I don't doubt it's a thing, but I think it's half of it is people on vacation. They think that what do they? It's like Vegas. What? Yeah, they're so horny. People are so horny on vacation. (laughs) So they think they're in a foreign country. They're never going to see any of these people ever again. True. So they, sure. they do kind of fucked up stuff. But I feel like the gigolo game in America is not, uh, I think it's slept on because it's just not talked about. I don't think anybody wants y'all. Y'all are problematic American men. Y'all are just, ugh. So. Just a headache. There's nothing exotic about an American man. Wait, is this your way of saying that you rented a dread? Or, <laughs> while you were there? No, I did not have to rent a dread. I had one. No, I didn't. I didn't. He wasn't a dread. He was some Frenchman. He wasn't even from there. But, um, but uh, no, no, I just think American men are so uninteresting. What? So uncultured. And there's nothing like... There's nothing fancy yeah, yeah, about America. Yeah, Barbados, they have a lot of culture. <laughs> they do. It's such a beautiful place, and they have the cutest, jauntiest little accents, and they're so polite. An accent does go far, I feel like, really with does. women. More so than with men. Like, women are suckers for an accent. As for guys, like, uh, I mean, it's just cute having an accent. I saw a study where the Texas accent is, is deemed the most attractive male accent. like Outside of America? No, in America. Like, McConaughey, like, you know, those types of accents. Mm-hmm. And the Houston accent, like that heavy southern drawl, like when a dude has it, apparently the girls go up for it. I didn't know. Huh. Start faking it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> hey there, little lady. Like, you have to- <laughs> I, where is the? Where are the women who are trying to travel to get with like average-looking white guys? <laughs> like, do I need to move to Ireland? Where that's like- <laughs> yeah, move to Ireland and kind of blend in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I could blend. I could bl- physically. I could blend in tomorrow in Ireland. Yeah, you really could. Like, could. Seamless. Yeah. And I really do want to go to Ireland just to get me an it's Irishman. A, it, what? You're just I calling do. out the people going to Barbados. <laughs> you want to really do the do. same thing. But no, I'm going for a husband. I want a Scottish or Irish husband. I don't want... Really? Just some... Oh, my God, yes. I need somebody what? who could drink with me and who will fight. Good point. <laughs> That's a great point. Um, we should... This should be a dating app. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go halvesies. Like patent pending. Mark, sorry, we're edging you out. Um, but... This would be. Uh, I feel like we'd get shut down uh, immediately. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I think. I think you're onto something. Because it's kind of like, um, it, okay, what's up? Getting married for immigration status. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna turn into I that don't real want citizenship. quick. You have to come here. You have to be my Irishman here, and we can visit you and your your. That's your, what they want. <laughs> right. I'll, and I'll marry you, and I, we can visit your ghetto Irish family whenever. 
I feel like um, they live still living in caves, don't they? Uh, no, <laughs> Ireland's like one of the richer countries. That's, in the it's world. so beautiful. Yeah. It's one of like I see pictures of it. I can't wait to go to Ireland. I would love to do uh, Edinburgh the uh, festival. I would love to do that festival. But Northern Ireland, I heard somewhere like Northern Ireland is not as wealthy as Ireland, which is surprising because Northern Ireland has like the backing of. UK, the UK. Yeah. I don't know. I was like, that seems counterintuitive. Well, they seem like, very angry and they seem dead set on killing people. So those are usually the that's yeah. where poverty lies and violence. It is still kind of it's weird in twenty twenty one that the UK has any footstep, like any footprint on Ireland or in multiple countries in Africa and Australia and Canada. How are they sustaining this? Man, those roots are deep, man. They got in there and they dug in. Yeah, Megan Merkel's doing her best to, sh- to <laughs> blow this to whole thing it. up. Yeah, She's trying to uh, fix the whole thing, but it's not working. And somebody was talking about the other day. I didn't know that it's shame on me, homeschool education, but I didn't know how America had their foothold in a lot of other countries. Like Puerto Rico. I knew about Puerto Rico. Everyone Wait, it's a territory. Yeah, but there's Guam. Like, yeah. I guess yeah. these countries must be getting some kind of benefit out of it. <laughs> well, whatever, they don't have like votes <laughs> I love how cute whiteness is yeah but it's like well, <laughs> they must be getting something out of it word well like, like, even in Puerto Rico like word. they do a vote like do you want to become like a, a state mm-hmm. and it only gets like barely over 50% of the native population vote yes because so, did you see how they did Puerto Rico when Hurricane Maria came through? that wouldn't happen if they were a state it, that's what I'm saying. Like, so no, they, it would have. They don't give. They know America don't give a fuck about people of color. They know that shit. They they not green. They they know. But yeah, if they were a state, they'd have to. No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. Yeah, I don't know. They they ripped Texas completely out of the bosom of Mexicans just because they didn't want them to have it anymore. That this whole not, the te- Texas got ripped from Mexico because. Texas is Racism. all that is America. <laughs> uh, there is nothing problematic about the come and take it flag. It's not like they get, like, let us borrow this cannon and we wouldn't give it back. <laughs> um, remember the Alamo. Remember Santa Ana. Yeah. But, um, yeah, fuck the Spaniards. <laughs> <laughs> fuck those guys. Yeah, that's the worst people Mark in history. Zuma, you old bitch. Yeah. Oh, that's a good podcast I've listened to. Uh, the whole what? Montezuma, Cortez thing and they did him over dirty as fuck it was rough man it was it was a rough situation man yeah i mean that's gonna be so crazy like like all these spaniards came in to to mexico and then their technology was like light years ahead Mm. and they just beat the shit out (laughs) right we have armor (laughs) like uh, we're gonna take all of your gold every last piece of it and we're gonna kill a ton of your people gonna rape all the women all the women oh big part the big part of it um and yeah, they just dominated all of Mexico. It's fucked up, man. It's fucked up. Have you watched Exterminate the Brutes? All the Brutes mm. yet on HBO? It is a very good documentary about exactly that. It's like probably not too flattering to the whites. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Man, they hate y'all on Exterminate the Brutes. It is. And then Josh Hartnett is on it doing reenactments of terrible white men from the past. Man, he has slipped. <laughs> He's still hot, though. He He's, went from faculty to this. He's still uh, hot. He's like a, he looks like Tommy Lee Jones if he was ever a young man. So has there ever, speaking of this, so he played all these awful characters. Yes. Has there ever been an actor that was so hot 
that even then they're playing a character, if they played like a super racist character, you're like, still Leonardo hot. DiCaprio. Oh, and, just off uh, the top Django. of my head. Yeah, it's just so many of them have played God, he was great in hot races. Um, Paul Newman never did it because he has class. That's right, he does. Um, I talked about him today. I love that man. Cool Hand Luke. Mm. Good movie. I love Cool Hand Luke. That's one of my jams. Definitely one of my jams. I, I would. Man, I w- I'm mad that I could never hit that. I need. He was a very handsome guy. My God, yeah. he was gorgeous. He was perfect. But um, yeah, like a lot of uh, you know, white dudes have played races that were pretty hot. I can't recall them because there's so many. But definitely Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> number one on that list. That's fair. Easily comes to mind. Oh, that was a great movie. It really was. Who was, I heard that Will Smith was up for that role. The Django. Yeah, he turned it down. I think. I mean, Jamie like Foxx was pretty good. Oh, he was great. Yeah, he was pretty good. But the, good. the list of movies that Will Smith has turned down but is... He did, but he did Bright in Gemini yeah. Man. <laughs> like, you opted in for that? He turned down The Matrix to be in Wild Wild West. Nigga. That is not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> that is real. <laughs> yeah, he could have been Neo. He could have been Neo? <laughs> and he was in one of the worst movies of all time. Because Jada Pinkett was in it, too. Like, she was in the movie. The second one, yeah. yeah. Man, you turned out and you thought, wow, did you read the script first? <laughs> he, like, I think, so I watched some YouTube videos that break it down. Like, I think his criticism of the Matrix is like, ah, I just don't think people would be into it. Which, understandable if you're looking at just the script, never seen like, because that movie was, I love it. I love the Matrix. Me too, but it's like sci-fi. It's yeah. fantasy. People love that shit. But wow, wow, West. That's- he thought it was going to be bigger. <sighs> and like, Keanu Reeves, Made a shitload of money on that movie because he's like, I'll do the movie for free and get like a percentage on of, the back end. Yeah. yeah, and he made millions, tens and tens, if not hundreds of millions of dollars. Super smart. I love, I love Keanu. Reeves, he is so. such a nice dude. Like everything you hear about him, he's probably got so many. Yeah, I've never heard a bad thing about Keanu Reeves. Yeah, he, he probably has really killed somebody. The Bone Collector was about his actual life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, not the Bone Collector. Was it just the collector? Oh no, uh, Angry Bones or Lovely Bones? No, or? no, that was a uh, Mad Damon. I think he was just the collector when he had the piano wire and he was like strangling bitches with it. Didn't see it. Oh man, that's. A good I'm actually one. not a big Keanu Reeves fan. I love that man. But like, uh, I'm a better fan of him in real life than I am his acting. Like he was he's, in this one he's movie. He's not the best actor, correct? He's a terrible actor. Uh, but in The Matrix, it made sense because he was supposed to be like this. It's like almost like making you think of like some kind of computer esque, robot esque, kind of bland personality. He was supposed to be computer Jesus. Yeah, computer Jesus. Yeah. But uh, he was in this one movie, can't remember what it's called, where he's like in a winery. Winery. It's the biggest piece of shit movie of all time. A winery. Yeah, but my sister mom loved this movie. Sister mom? My sister and my mom. Oh, so. I was going to say. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. What were they doing in Spring, Texas? Yeah. <laughs> Spring's just a suburb of Houston. It's the north, it's the north sure side. Sure it is. Yeah. With a sorted underbelly. We had Splashtown. That was our claim to fame. <laughs> <laughs> our water park. Splashtown. Every, my, my, it's Hurricane my Harbor Geneva. now. My friend Geneva had, uh, has a joke about how every city has like that that one water park outside in like a suburb that's just shitty, but it's whoa, it'll just barely make it. Splashtown crushed it for decades. <laughs> it's it. still was open. it better than Schlitterbahn? Never been. 
I'm not driving all the way to Galveston or where. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Should have been supposed to be the shit, but everybody had like I, I've never been to Splashdown. Don't so trust don't the Germans. Sorry. Fair enough. Then get more American Splashtown. Slitterbond? (laughs) Splashtown USA? Yeah. Is that what it was called? I don't know. They got a ride called The Final Solution? No, thank you. I forget the name of the one that was in uh, Homa. And it was just outside of Homa. It had like three or four slides. That's it. It had a little wave. Uh, Homa, Louisiana, where I'm from. What was Waterland USA? That was the name of it. And it was. If you like water parks, I used to before diseases were explained to me. Oh, forget about this. You can't live your life scared. They put a ton of bleach in this stuff or chlorine. (laughs) Shocks everything. I don't want to bathe with a bunch of filthy children. People, that's a big, that's a criticism. I know South Park did that episode where the whole thing was like pee. (laughs) (laughs) Everything is pee. (laughs) Maybe like, you gotta be able to just live your life and have fun. You can't think about all that stuff. Mm. Tell that to coronavirus, sir. Eh, we'll live. We'll survive. The best of us, yes. Yeah, I'm already vaxxed up, so I'm good to go. I don't know if I'm ever going to take the vaccine. Why? I don't know. I'm afraid of it. It's what? New, it's new. I'm not an yeah, anti-vaxxer by any means. Don't you want to be like a, a robot person with a Bill Gates chip and all that? See, no. No, I don't. No, I don't. But I don't believe in all that shit. I don't believe in that. It's just that I'm so, I have asthma and allergies so bad that I'm afraid of it. Like, what if it I don't, cures it? So this new technology, I mean, I, I know next to nothing about it, but like the gene editing was what they used for this, this, uh, vex- vaccination. Oh my God, do you feel stronger? Uh, I certainly didn't the day after the second shot. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like shit. Yeah. I was on Did you get Moderna? I on, yeah, I got yeah. Moderna. Yeah. And I was on Koo's, uh, talk show. And <laughs> Are you just sitting there sweating? And- I, I was, I was like dying. And like, I was literally like counting down the second. So it was over. I was like. I had a good time, but I was like, I was just I, cold sweat eyes. I was, my, my temperature's over, like it's a hundred degrees. Shit. Yeah, it's all. I was only bad for like a twenty-four hour period, mm-hmm. and then I was fine. But um, yeah, it was a tough Rough. go. But now I'm a Superman, so <laughs> <laughs> you're an inhuman now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm really just it, it's just that it's so new that I'm really wary. I mean, it's not to say that I would never take it, but I have never had a flu shot in my life. Me and neither, I've, and I've never had the flu. Me neither. <laughs> it's I like not to, even I, wood; it's plastic and yeah. stuff. <laughs> so I I took it. I mean, I'm not skeptical of the flu vaccine per se. Or Me neither. Flu shot. I just like. I just never got it, so I'm like, why would I ever change what's ar- what's already working? Yeah, I'm all right, uh, I, but I've had all my vaccines, like the meningitis mm. and the tetanus and the measles, mumps, rubella, polio. Like I don't that bullshit about it giving people autism. Like ah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't buy, I, I don't <laughs> buy that at all. When Jenny McCarthy is your spokesperson, and mm. who else? Like Charlie Sheen or some other psychopaths. But yes, all these people, and I'm not saying that I'm some medical Kurt Cameron. Doctor. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm not saying I'm some medical doctor and I got better information than anybody else. It's just that I'm slightly wary of it because it's so new. But I'm aware of I'm wary of anything new. I refuse I didn't get a Samsung Galaxy until they went on number four. Like I just don't Didn't that thing explode do, in planes for a while? You know, people shit was exploding, they were overheating and yeah. things. But I refused to get it until they worked out the kinks. Like that I'm just weird like that. I I would say if it's affordable i would be an early adopter of most technology um if it's practical it has to be practical yeah because like if it's like, i'm not gonna buy like um 3d video games or any of that stuff because i'm like it's just not there yet it's not ready 
But y'all might get COVID like vaccine like at the end of the year or next year. Everyone can get it now if they want. Yeah, I just want to see how you motherfuckers turn out. I want to see if y'all start growing like three dicks or something. Well, that would be nice. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like, um, somebody made a point that was like 100% true. I was like, all like specifically men, like all these um, men that are like hesitant about the co- the COVID vaccine, like if they found out that they cured baldness, all of those oh, yeah, dudes be like, lining up, <laughs> lining up <laughs> to bring my hairline back. What? <laughs> I just took it like one. I just wanted to get it out of the way, but two, I was like, I have a feeling, and I think that's going to be the case. There's going to be all these rules. Like if you have it, you can do this, you can do that. Mm. If you don't have it, you can't do this or that. Like they're already talking about travel. There's gonna be like a travel passport mm. to where if you want to travel outside the country, you have to have had your uh, vaccinations. I definitely so like, want to go figured- to Italy. I mean, I'm I like I'm just gonna give it, uh, you know, maybe till 2022. You going to Italy? I, well, I would love to. That's my bucket list. I mean, too. I want to go to Venice. Venice. Yes. I dated a girl from Venice. I want to go to Venice. Very cool girl. I bet you she's was. actually going back. She's got What's up sit- with you and these international bitches? It's always some that's Latina weird, right? and just all these. Do they think you're Irish? Is that I, what it is? <laughs> I think that's part. I think that, that, that might be some. My complexion has got to be a factor because it's. Or it seems like I attract people who are international. Yeah, I attract a lot of black girls. It's like because we want an Irishman, bro. I feel like that's a thing. It's got to be a thing because I don't get a lot of play from the white girls. <laughs> <laughs> Not a whole lot. It's just weird. Then I'm feeling it. <laughs> that's like me and how I don't like Africans that much. I'm just like Ugh, I dated a girl. I dated. I was kind of dated. We were like COVID dated. Um, this girl on who's Nigerian. No, we went out on dates and stuff. But. So what's COVID dating? We was spun out here. <laughs> Watched movies and told you you had sex through a plexiglass like the army. Oh no, just regular old sex. Uh, <laughs> it just happened during COVID. I guess is the only difference. Okay, but uh, she um, too immature. Too immature. How old was she? Thirty. No, she was like twenty-seven. Hmm. Not not too far. That's funny for a woman. I never hear like. A woman being immature unless she's literally a child. Like, she's 18 years old and she knows nothing about life and thinks she knows everything. But There was also, like, there's some things that might have been cultural uh, related. Was she, like, from from Africa? Was oh, she, yeah. Okay. She oh, lived wow. in Nigeria until she was, oh, like... Wow. Um, yeah, that's that's and that's why I don't mess with African dudes. Like, it is hard yeah. dealing with that cultural difference. It's like, bro, we can't really. One thing, one thing <laughs> that was, really. like, super weird, and we would have had a hot... Like, Several times, like probably like ten times at this point, she and was ready to get married. She's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> "That's what I like about African dudes." Like, so you know, we're together now. No, wait, hold on. <laughs> but hold on. but like every time she'd be like, "Hey, can I grab something from the refrigerator, or can I use the restaurant?" It's always like, "What's well, polite?" I'm, it's just it's yeah. But after I've said multiple times, like, "Oh, you don't have to ask. Just go ahead and do it." This is a thing. Okay, Nigerian women, African women, especially Nigerian women, I feel like they're taught to be have a certain type of class mm-hmm. and, and politeness, especially when it comes to a man, because you want to present yourself in a certain way to make you look wifeable. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to seem too forward. You don't want to seem like you're overstepping your bounds and getting too comfortable because you don't want to scare him off because it's impolite. It's not very good etiquette. But it was annoying the shit out of me. <laughs> it was because this woman appreciates boundaries and she respects your house. No, but it was like almost like she almost half expected me to say no. I was like, 
It's 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 a courtesy. It's not because she really needs permission. It was a courtesy. Nah. It was. I'm telling you, it was but a like, courtesy thing. I like I even made it extremely clear that it was a kind of frustrating. I was like, like I but get that you're being polite. That's like, how she was raised to be polite, to be courteous. And she, you sure to respect people's homes. Maybe I'm paranoid. I had a feeling that she was like trying to annoy me. <laughs> no, I mean, she could have just left. <laughs> she could have just not been here. But yeah, that's yeah. what it's a cultural difference. Like they're raised to be a certain kind of way mm-hmm. and to look at the world a certain kind of way with a certain class and breeding and dignity and regality that is frustrating at times it for was, us, us crude, disgusting Americans. It was infuriating. <laughs> <laughs> He's a nice. She was a nice. Uh, yeah, I'm sure she was very nice. Probably very smart and well dressed and groomed and everything. Mm-hmm. But just you know, polite as fuck. Right. <laughs> Too polite for our own good. Way too polite. So hey, she could get a Nigerian man to do that shit with. Mm-hmm. Somebody who knows what that is. I could hook her up with Koo. Koo <laughs> <laughs> has a lady. Does he? Yeah, Koo has been in a relationship with somebody since uh, during the pandemic. I feel like they've been together. What? Well, of course, you know, people got to post their relationship status and all their milestones on the internet. So I recently saw, I think they're together four months. I didn't need to know that. Uh-huh. But I do. So you've dated a guy who's French. Yeah. The guy in saw in Barbados. Correct. What's the rest of your dating profile typically? <sighs> some Hondurans. Mm-hmm. Some African. Mm-hmm. And I say that, you know, vaguely. Mostly Nigerian. Uh, let me just put that. Mostly Nigerian. Houston has a huge Nigerian in population. In Dallas, too. Mm-hmm. Dallas, too. Um, I think there was a Kenyan, a couple of Ghanaians. One dude from Benin. He was a creep. Uh, so you tend to get a little bit of an international flavor too. It sounds like it. I do because uh, you've literally named all <laughs> international people. <laughs> I do because I think it's just you know non-European. I'll have, I'll have it be noted. Man, look, put an Irishman in front of me and see what I do. Put a Scotsman <laughs> in front of me and see how quick I'm on top of it. But um, what if you do? What if you date an Irish guy and it's amazing? That's why I always tell people. I'm gonna claim him. I'm gonna claim him as mine, and I'm gonna plant my flag in him. <laughs> and I will be happy to duck bar stools at a pub while they watch the soccer game. I, I, lo- I would love to do it. Yeah, you should give it a shot. Just I tell everyone, like, not um, don't like say it on like, the street corners. Like everyone should have a completely open mind when it comes to dating. I well, I agree, but it's it's difficult because I've noticed that culturally, being from South Louisiana, things are weird for me, and that it's because I'm kind of carefree and easy about things like i'm just you know go with the flow you know right. nothing too serious and i find that men especially in dallas they were just really uptight houston dudes they brag a lot about their money and they're very Ugh. materialistic but they brag about it but it's like they don't want to pay for nothing because all women do is use men for money all you've talked about since i what? met you is what you have and i haven't asked you shit about <laughs> what you have so it's it's like this weird thing so uh and me being so lackadaisical, I guess they don't really know how to deal with that because I'm not uptight. I'm not going to call you all day and ask where you at. I'm not going to. I guarantee you must men appreciate that. <laughs> no, they scared <laughs> of it. They don't know what to do with that because they think it's like a game. Like, when is she going to show me how crazy she is? And I well, am. And I, because like, if you disrespect me, bro, I'm going to fight you. Like, straight up. Like, we can fight, fight. I'm not talking about, so no, put your hands up. Like, this is. <laughs> Don't don't talk to me in any kind of way, motherfucker. So uh-huh. it's just 
so I guess I guess it's that. And I'm a little bit rough around the edges, apparently. Who isn't? So I understand uh, for for a lady that I may be a bit uh, abrasive. (laughs) 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 So so I get it. I'm not. Dudes don't want a woman who can strangle somebody with their bare hands, apparently. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why that's a turn off. I carry a couple knives. So what? I guess. That is dangerous. Uh, <laughs> For my protection, it's crazy out here. That's fair. That's fair. But uh, I didn't know that Houston men were like big. Uh, well, I can only speak for the black men because that's all I've I've really dealt with. I did. There was this very strange white man. Well, he wasn't strange. Well, maybe he was, but he was he was very interesting white man, a big big white man, and he was cool. But and he was he tried to have a threesome with me and my friend, and I was like, I don't mm. really want this. I'm not interested. Yeah, I could see that being a yeah, turn it's like, off. It's like, no, I never need to come back here again. I don't want you to. Were you at? Oh. Speaking of that Nigerian, uh, <laughs> she like got dragged to like a swingers club. Like she was like, um, oh, a Nigerian girl. You can't bring no Nigerian girl to. She was like, club. I can't. It's like because she was like, she was pretty religious. Yeah, of course, like, exactly. Um, That's what I'm saying. They're very poised and yeah. proper. Also. Big believers in witchcraft. Did not know that. Uh, she was. Uh, well, yeah, you know, voodoo stuff. They avoid it very. It was like she was not joking around. I was like, okay. They avoid it like the plague, man. They're not, they're not into that witch shit. They don't do that. And have you ever watched any Nigerian movies? Uh, no. I, I, well, actually, I have watched a couple of Nollywood movies, and they're all pretty much surround, just completely concentrated on relationships. And yep. it's annoying. I hate yep. it. And I hate a lot it. of, like, a lot of them are about the difference between, like, Ebo and, um, What's the other big? There's like two big cultures there. Uh, Igbo like, and um, Yoruba. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah. Well, so I'm like, a lot of them are about the relationships where one's one one group and the other's the other group. Yeah, and they're getting together, but not quite Hollywood yet. Um, <laughs> but no, but they have some really funny ones. Like the the ones that I've seen that's like comical. They've been really really funny. Uh, like really you know over the top, like slapsticky at yeah. times. So it, they have been some funny ones, but the dramatic ones are just like so dramatic. And they're always about somebody's relationship and somebody's cheating and somebody's this. <sighs> do y'all do anything other than like get in relationships forever? <laughs> well, they do a lot of fucking. I didn't realize they have like <laughs> 200 million uh, people living in that country. That's not it's that huge. big. Well, I mean, it is pretty big. It's pretty it's decent size, but like it's pretty big. America only has like 350 million. Okay. We're way bigger. I mean, kind of, yeah. Because Nigeria is like, what, the size of Texas? Smaller it's, yeah. than Texas. It's uh, like, it's, I think roughly the size of Texas. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty. pretty and they big. have like two thirds of the people we have. It's very well populated. It's a, mm. it's a wealthy country in Africa. They yeah. They're, they're like, Lagos is supposed to be like the New York of the future. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's blowing yeah, they, up. They're doing real good over there in, in, in Nigeria. They got so coup got out. <laughs> came to the, the booming metropolis to slum it with us yeah he even was living in new orleans for a long time i was like nigeria to was new orleans really? god bless your heart yeah. <laughs> i love q yeah everybody does he's everybody's favorite african your favorite african um, <laughs> <laughs> i like how you it's well. top five <laughs> top 10 for me top 10 yeah. <laughs> so i actually had a good friend of mine um, who I didn't know till like after I was, or till I was like, gonna be in his wedding. I was a like a, a groomsman. It was from uh, 
Liberia. I, it, he never talked about it. It never came up. He had he had a Minnesota accent, like because that's where he was raised. But I had no idea until like um, probably over a year, well over a year of knowing him. Mm-hmm. But um, he's my favorite. <laughs> he's, he's my favorite by a mile. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't know that I have a favorite African. Great, I, I haven't ranked them. Um, you what? I have not ranked the Africans I know because yeah, I probably not a good idea. Probably to, not a good idea uh, as yeah. a white dude to rank your Africans. Yeah, just just to be fair. Yeah, it's like, like, I probably should have warned you before you said that you had a favorite African, <laughs> but I wanted to let you cook. You know, I wanted yeah. to- <laughs> let me let me burn. <laughs> I give you some more roof. Yeah, <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, it could but- be worse. I could have picked a South African. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been really fucked up. <laughs> the hell, <Yeah. laughs> Elon Musk. Yeah. Oh man! Oh, the white South African. Oh, God rest him. Yeah. Uh, you should watch Queen Sono on Netflix, though. It's really, really good. Queen Sono. Yeah, it's a South African uh, action drama. It's pretty fucking dope. I'll check it out. Um, I like the guy who did like uh, District Nine and Chappie yeah, and, and Shadow. Shadow's a good series too. South Africa. That, yeah. They have some really good like African series on Netflix that fly under the radar. I'll dude. Check like, it and out. it's like action stuff. It's really, really good. You ever heard of a band called Die Antwood? Yes, of course. I did not understand that they were from Africa. Yeah. Why? Because I know about the Dutch in Africa. I'm very familiar. Yeah. But it's just kind of like, oh, that's what you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I don't trust you. Now I'm never yeah. going to listen to any song. They definitely don't seem very trustworthy. But y'all, I have to go. I have to go do uh, comedy festival things. All right. Responsibilities come first mm-hmm. on this podcast. I've always said that. That's what you said when yeah. I first, before I even got here. Responsibility. That's, uh, yeah, very big. Um, so... What was the name of the festival again? Black Girl Giggles Comedy Festival. I feel like there used to be a podcast with a similar title yeah, that we, I subscribed it was, to it was a and po- promptly stopped. <laughs> <laughs> the it week was. after I subscribed. It was. Well, that, that's not necessarily my fault, but I decided that it had what to stop. What did we say about responsibility? <laughs> well, it stopped because nobody else was responsible, and I love my girls, but they were busy with other stuff, and it's like, y'all not going to leave me holding the bag every motherfucking week. Right. So this is going to air next Sunday. Do you have any shows coming up that you wanted to plug? Uh, well, I'm doing Comedy Garden next Saturday. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so that I, will be... Check it out. It's a great show. It Debbie is. Silverman. I feel Fifth like I, Wave Comedy on yeah, Facebook. And I have another show, great coming, show coming up in between now and then, but I don't even remember what it is. Like, it's, I need to write shit down. I do not. <laughs> Responsibility. <laughs> uh, where can people follow you on um, social? They can't. That's weird. Don't do that. <laughs> don't fucking follow me you creeps no um at de underscore de underscore t on all the things yeah you got that's a good get yeah for a name i've been having it for years this has been my nickname since before i started doing comedy <laughs> so we got kate vance next week mm-hmm. on the pod um anything you gotta plug uh your other podcast we're still going strong. We're going a tap strong, podcast. Hell yeah. Don't want to share the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> I just shared the name of it while you were talking over me. Oh, my bad. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well, where it's at podcast with Dan Hornstein reviewing music. And I'm you're going to be the guest next week. Exactly. It's going so downhill. It's going gonna, it's gonna, to it's gonna suck ass next week because you're going to be on there. <laughs> right, you don't know this shit be, about music. All you know about is grunge music. and Christian This will be actual music people have heard of, perhaps. <laughs> not... Uh, train overnight so what's robbery. Your, what's your favorite Amy Grant? God is in control. What is it? Of course. <laughs> That's all I right, I've had to go to the bathroom for like a solid 45 minutes. Me too. All, all right, right, everybody. We'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye.